Hello, everyone. This is Chris, Midwest Coaster fans. I have Jacob, Zach from our team, and a special guest, Jeremy from Buckeye Coasters. Welcome, welcome, hey, welcome. everybody. Tonight, we're talking about Dollywood's opening weekend. Jacob and Jeremy had the pleasure to go there, so they got to experience Thunderhead, Lightning Rod, Blazing Fury. Jealous. And... What? <coughs> Jealous. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what did he say? I... I, I even rode the drop tower. <coughs> hey, I rode the drop tower too for the first time. <laughs> is that the I, Larson drop tower? Is that a Larson drop tower? It, no, yeah, it's not. It's, it's got the weird restraints where the bars go over this way and they don't sit against you. It's okay. kind of nice. It's kind of nice. It it wasn't bad. I, to be honest, let with me you, see the restraints over uh, drop tower at Kings Island's restraints for sure. I, I, I hate drop towers. I, I really hate uh, drop towers. Uh, I haven't been a fan of those since I worked that ride in 2001. So, <laughs> not a big fan. At all. If you guys could uh, save all your questions for Jeremy at the end, we're going to start off by talking the subject of uh, Dollywood, and then we're going to get over to other things, which is going to be I don't know what the uh, wow thing was for. <laughs> who, who did the wow thing? It'll tell me. Go on. Oh, uh, it doesn't want to work right tonight. And then we're gonna uh, well, first. We're gonna start off with like lightning rod, thunderhead, blazing fury. Overall opinion. Uh, it is Jacob's first time, so he didn't get to experience what the park was before the reduce. If you guys have any questions about uh, Dollywood. You could ask him during the show, and then we'll uh, go to questions with uh, Buckeye so you can get to know more about him and his channel as well. And it looks like we got Montu, Flame Tamer Magic, so we got a lot of YouTube viewers, which I kind of figured we would. Uh, so I don't even know if Facebook sent a... I don't know if Facebook even sent a message tonight alerting anybody. Uh, two minutes ago. Yeah, okay. Two minutes ago. Yeah, and so Buckline was made by Funtime. Oh, okay, so the same one, the same one that's making the world's tallest one down here in Orlando. Then, um, fun time is it's, the one that makes saw flies. On and one Orlando, I said he makes that one. Maybe fun time. I don't know. Or is it intimate down to Orlando? I think it's fun time. It's the same one who made Starflyer. Yeah, okay, Starflyer. Uh, they also making the um the new ride at Six Flags Lewis. Oh, okay. Town whip so. Chris, then, how is that? How is that construction going? Have you been by there recently? I'm going to go by there tomorrow. It looks like uh, they're still in the beginning stages of getting the supports in place underneath. Yeah, it looked like they were still poor or still digging and stuff. Important. Yeah, I know Midway of Mayhem has the direct access because he knows the company and he know, and he's really good friends with the people who own Starfire, which is the same. Yeah. So. Speaking of that, uh, I know we're getting off subject a little bit, but I thought it was interesting that he was hanging on top of a slingshot over in Daytona Beach. That was kind of interesting. That thing yeah, I saw those pictures too. I was, I've <laughs> been to that slingshot. I was like, okay. Is that one pretty intense? I didn't get to ride it. They didn't have it up and operating because of the winds the day we were there. It was when we were in Orlando uh, a while back. Okay. Um, they they had it shut down due to high winds, but it looked pretty uh, pretty good for all the ones that I've seen out there. 
He said it was swaying 13 feet. <laughs> Sounds fun. Whoa. But I from think somebody it's maybe- who's. From somebody that's worked on a slingshot, that's a little bit of sway. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the, I think it's one of the old school ones. Um, I was a supervisor of slingshot at Kings Island for about a year, so I rode that thing more than I ever want to in my life ever again. No, thank <laughs> you. Because a, a, a uh, flight controller had to ride it every day and pretty much my luck was I was the flight controller, the only one on staff that morning. So I'd have to do the solo flight every morning. So yeah, yeah I've, no, had plenty of, I've had plenty of it. those and I don't miss it at all. No, thank you. I'll do Jacob, it. Jacob's going to ride the world's tallest one when it opens down. No, yes, you are. I will not. Hey, guys, hey, I think we should we all pitch in. Pounds fibers, Jacob will ride it. We should all pitch in <laughs> to make sure he rides it. 2,000 subscribers, and we will take donations here. Yes. So you don't have to worry about that. That'd be that'd make a fun video. Do I can't wait. make a good video. <laughs> I have a video of my friend and I riding the one at Cedar Point, and it, it was pretty priceless. <laughs> yeah, I can see it now. Jacob Vides, the real tallest um, swing ride, the, um, the real tallest drop tower, the real tallest um, swing slot. Oh. <laughs> nope. Dolly, Dollywood's drop tower pushes it, okay? <laughs> Actually, correction, the King's Island drop tower is where I set my, okay, I can't do this. But if you, really? put, me on, but if you put me on the ones that launch up and then down then up, I could do those. Quick story, I'll tell you real quick. My first ever ride on drop tower, we were supposed to be having a crew meeting. So they said, Jeremy, get up in the restraint and you have a seat there. You don't have to worry about it. They put me in it, and I was at the age of 16, and it, I had never ridden a drop tower or anything in my life. They sent me up there by myself, by myself, only rider in the catch car or in the car, and I got christened on the drop zone crew that night by riding drop tower by myself. Never ridden okay. a, any attraction like that before in my life until that night. I've been hooked okay. since. So you guys both met at uh, Kings Island together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't at all. All right. So Dollywood. Yeah. Let's start off with a uh, lightning rod. So I'm going to go over what the pass. Uh, did you get a chance to ride it beforehand, Jeremy? I, no, I ride. did not. It was down when we were there before. So what I noticed, I guess it still has the same issue with it being down. But uh, <laughs> what I what I noticed before was. It was kind of like Outlaw Run a little bit. So, like, you felt kind of like you were on, I don't know, the topper track to me doesn't feel like you're on a wooden track. It feels more like you're on, like, a, uh, I don't know. What, what do you explain? Like, a, An like a, flat, a flat sheet of metal? It definitely feels like flat. Sh- a flat sheet of metal is a good good way of describing it for sure. Um the one thing I was impressed with was the transitions. I don't know what you thought, Jacob, but the transition was really smooth. You couldn't even tell that you were transitioning between the two of them, to be honest with you. And plus that quad down, every time you hit it, it's just... Yeah. yeah the quad down is insane. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the uh, launch into the double down because it's too slow. Uh, well, okay. 
I, it was I, it was slow when I wrote it in 2019, so I don't imagine it's changed too much. So the way the way I feel like it is is they launch you, you get that little bit of force at that launch, so you're like, holy crap, this is going to be great. And then you get to the top, and it starts to be sluggish, like you're going to be like, oh no, are we going to make it? Type feel, and then you kind of get that, oh okay, well, we're going to make it over. Oh, psych out, and then you get your first drop. Yeah, but Jacob, didn't you notice that? the sluggishness was really different from cycle to cycle almost. I uh, mean, I mean, so, I sat so, there and I, I sat and watched cycle after cycle after cycle. Once it got up and ran Friday afternoon and there were some trains that went right over. And then there was other trains that you were like, man, so, is it even going to make it sun Sunday a- after? So Saturday they kept it closed so it opened and pretty much had two rollbacks almost immediately. Full train, empty train. That's what you told, yeah, that's what you were telling me. So they pretty much kept it down for the rest of the day. Um, I know for a fact that RMC was out there, and the people who made the LSM launches were out there. I know that they were out there past close running test runs. Um, my understanding, they were out there to like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Um, but Sunday when it was open, it ran kind of – the launches felt consistent all day. They looked kind of more consistent than what they did on Friday. Friday. I was going to say Friday. Um, I told multiple people that they were, they were all across the board, including you, Chris, you and I had talked Friday afternoon and I was telling you how it was one minute. It seemed like they were all consistent and the next minute they weren't. The question I have is how does a company, I don't care if you're a third party company is not used to it. How does a company after, five years of having this coaster. I mean, even Intamin has their issues, but they get those launches pretty much sustained after six months. I mean, five years later, and this company still doesn't know how to get the tune right on your LSM launches. I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. Still having launch issues? Yeah, it's a rough question. I I don't want to defend them, and I'm not a profession. This is just what I was, by my understanding, from what I heard over the weekend. The company, which you guys can stop me and correct me at any time if I'm wrong. The company that made these LSM launches, it was the first time they'd ever made LSM launches. That's 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 a uh, strike one right there. Well, no, no. The <laughs> very which company are you discussing? Because there was two different companies that have worked on the LSM launches now. Did you know they were originally given prototype LSM launches to put on that by the third-party company? Prototype LSM launches, like they hadn't been out for a while or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, prototype as in it was the first time they had made this type of design for the LSM launch within the company. That's a a tough position to be in as a park and as a a manufacturer, too. My understanding, the company um, paid a lot. Well, Dollywood paid a lot less. They got them at a great rate price, which is kind of why they went that way. Hmm. Yeah, my thoughts on the launch speed is, based on what I've seen, I think it uses negative to slow it down, which those, if you don't know, are really affected by mass. So it will slow down a, a, a live train a lot more than a heavy train. Uh, yeah, you're 100% correct on that one. 
I mean, you have a train full of me on it versus a train full of my nine-year-old daughter. Train's gonna <laughs> the train's gonna act differently for sure. Um, yeah, it, that's tough, Jacob. I didn't know about that. that I, I'm, look, I, news. I, I, I'm looking it up right now. If that's so true, I, could... I, I, I mean, they they took a real big uh, leap of faith there, going with that for sure. Well, in I know my the, own opinion. Well, I know the first season when I tried riding it, I think one time, this was the other company, it was launching at 55 miles an hour up that hill. So, yeah, it was going a little too fast around there. I think it was pushing speeds over 80. So, so uh, it, and this was, well, I'm, I'm still looking for the name, but to quote, um, Fred Grubb said on March 2014, 2016, the LSM launches who were prefer, uh, provided by a third a uh, third-party company would not be able to perform, perform at the level required for the proper um, operation, which is right before they closed it and, or right before they opened it in June twenty on June 13, 2016. And that well, was, was because, and that was was because of the year, LSM wasn't, launches. Wasn't it huh? already delayed one year before that? Because I thought the coaster was supposed to open in 2015 originally. I don't know. They were highlighting the crap out of that. I remember in 2015, they were... Okay. That. So this is from Coaster 101, which I'm giving full credit to, um, by John from Coaster 101. Coaster 101. Um, um, it was the prototype launch system to blame, according to a statement released by the Coaster's manufacturer. And that was 2016, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I believe that OMC recommended that they use a file load launch, kind of like Fundament does. But use file load with the power to launch. Maybe, but I mean, they didn't have the experience with launches. I mean, I mean, a lot of them came from Arrow or other companies that probably didn't have experience with LSM launches or limb launches. So, uh, <sighs> yeah, when you don't have the experience, you go to the third party on that. So. That would explain where that third party came into play, though. And they probably didn't want to work with Intamin because RMC likes to use... Right. Yeah. Local or companies in the United States. But um, Intamin was one of the first with uh, Maverick, correct, for LSM launches. So yeah, that could have been a... Well, that's also a shorter train, too. I don't know what much shorter. I don't know what this one is on LSM would be your Talatea Antimon ride that Magic Mountain and um, Velocity Magic. That's a limb launch, isn't it? I thought that was a limb launch, though. That wasn't an LSM launch for those two. No, no, we need to do LSM, I believe. Let me see here. It was the people who made the LSM launch was Velocity Magnetics. Velocity Magnetics? Where are they based out of? I want to say Pennsylvania. Oh, your source for the huge, obviously the little magnets. I'm just laughing at their. Uh, yeah, Pennsylvania. Yes, yeah, right. So Superman, and um, and uh, Tower at Dreamworld um, were the first two coasters to uh, to use on uh, LSMs. More okay. I don't know what's going on with this. 
So ma Velocity Magnetics got their start in breaking, and Lightning Rod was their first launch LSM prototype. I believe. But they but they seem to be well known in the community or in the industry though. Mm -hmm. Well, they've been for, around for the brake industry for forever. Yeah. Uh, magnetic. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they patented multiple braking systems. Yeah. I'm trying to see exact date on when they started launching because I'm just guessing that Dolly that. If are they, they the same, are they the same company that worked on it this year? idea yeah i'm not aware of those details so the original launch was it topper track for the launch still or was a launch ibox uh i mean it's ibox now i know i know now it is but was it always topper track yeah it was i believe so it's so sophisticated i mean it is a sophisticated coaster because you're trying to give the hot rod experience yeah so this the stall on lightning rod is 20 times better than the stall on outlaw run okay now i'm gonna find it then <laughs> just throwing that, just throwing that out there just throwing that out there hmm. imagine lightning run with an actual or lightning rod with an actual inversion though it's already intense without an inversion uh, imagine Imagine if you had that complete oof, ooh, yeah, that Imagine if you had that Goliath stall. Goliath at Six Flags Great America. Okay, when you say Goliath, we need to know what park it is. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's like <laughs> I mean, multiple. I, I mean, I did only one Goliath stall, <laughs> and that's well, a yeah. Big, yeah, Chris. <laughs> the other one, isn't the other one a hyper? Or it uh, is. Maybe it has a stall. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> six, six Flags does Six Flags things, so you never know. Oh, without, that's a very without good Six statement. Flags, we wouldn't. I'd say without Six Flags, we wouldn't have RMC the way it is right now, though. So, anyways, and, well, well, any, yeah, anybody, anybody, anybody can buy ride in bulk. That's all they did. That's a good. It's good for a business standpoint. Not good for. Uh, eh. They just add too. They just added too many rides too fast. That's what killed them. But so light when it comes to ranking my RMCs and lightning rod, it probably moves up to my top three. Hmm. I don't know. It's your first coaster this year, Jacob. I don't know if you want to go that high right now. It, it wasn't my first coaster this year. <laughs> Yeah, okay. hey, it was um, Scene seventy five. Come on, man. <laughs> no, my but the first, the very first coaster I rode at Dollywood, I'm pretty sure was uh, I think it was Tennessee Tornado. It was either that or yeah, I think it was Tennessee Tornado. <laughs> you don't remember? No, I. <laughs> That was, it was a long ago. weekend for you, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, so you got to keep in mind, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning, drove the six hours, and then went to Dollywood all day. It was a very long day. Well, I, know, I, know. <laughs> I can do better than that one. 
I know how you feel because when I went to Silver Dollar City the first time, I was up for 23 hours straight. By oh, the end I, oh, yeah, oh, I remember go. you being up. <laughs> I remember I'm you gonna, being up for that. I was like, I'm going to drive home. Now I'm going to go find an Airbnb and go Zonkot. I can't. I'm not going to make it home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I remember that. Can you tell when? Can you tell the iBox part and the Topper Track part what well, the difference of? Because the yeah, overbank, like, what parts are Topper? Like the overbank, right? That's still Topper, correct? I think that's eventually going to be all iBox when they're done with it. But isn't yeah, there a new, PO, isn't there a new POV out? Yeah, uh, Coast of Force released on. Coaster Force released, but I'm not sharing their stuff because... Uh, oh, yeah, well, they'll flag it. They'll flag it. I think you're right, Chris. I don't I don't think we're done seeing the modifications to the ride yet from that standpoint. Well, who sucked up the cost for this this time? Was it Dollywood or was it RMC, though? Do we know that? I don't know that you're going to be told the truth on that, to be honest with you. Yeah, you will. Uh, I'm all that matters is they work together, and so far, they've got it fixed. It, today, well, I don't know about today. Well, today, they were closed. Yesterday, it was up all day running, by my understanding. Um, so that was two, two consecutive days of continuously great running. That's good. I, but I don't know if they've tried two trains yet. And then I'll show up, and it'll be down all day. That's That's the kind of luck I've had with that ride the last five years. The other thing Chris. too that people, the other thing people have to understand too is, is this thing just got commissioned too. I mean, I, expect, I expected the issues Friday. If it's still doing this in the summer, where it's down for so many days and then it back up, then there may be room for discussion on what's going on here. But we got to remember too that it's just in the commissioning process too. Yeah. Uh, but the really big question will be is if this continues to happen, what what's next? The, what, what will be the future for Lightning Rod? Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, without that launch, that whole first drop is pretty much. Yeah. Really? It reminds me of the first drop in Outlaw Run. Mm. Not, the, not the scenery of it, obviously, because the first drop in Outlaw Run. Kind of what, scared you a little bit, but what scenery at Lightning Rod anymore? There's not a single tree for like. They, they've they, even got two sets of fencing up around Lightning Rod right now. I I watched POVs from before and now, and I can't believe how many trees they took out to do this modification. That's what makes me think that they're not done with it yet. Because why would you do all but, that one time? But then there's the the rumors going around the park that they're going to be doing this on. Because uh, Tennessee tornado, they took down a bunch of yeah, yeah. trees yeah. as well. Yes, and there was one other ride I noticed that around too. Yeah, Chris, you should see all the trees that they removed from Tennessee tornado. They're saying it's because of storm damage, like possible storm damage of a tree falling on the track. But they took a lot of trees out there too. So you know, kind of there how uh, that hill hill is right next to Tennessee tornado, Chris. Mm -hmm. All the, uh, all, the, all, those, all those trees are gone. I mean, it, they're gone. They're just gone. They're just, well, they're there. They just chopped <laughs> them down. You can yeah, tell they just came through. Oh yeah, you can, they, you can tell they just came through with the chainsaws, like shoot timber. They go. That is spot. called theming. Theming. No, I mean, no, I would have liked. Called, what are you talking? Because tornado trees went down. 
It is called disappointing. <laughs> no, it's called being I, <laughs> I would have loved to have ridden lightning rod with all the trees around it because it would have probably given you more like a beast-like at King's Effect. Island feeling where you're flying through the trees. Now you fly around lightning rod and it's all open space. There's nothing there but track and that's it. There's no trees, no nothing around the ride. Well, I, I rode it at night last time, so I couldn't see anything out there. No, I uh, believe it with all the trees that used to be there. That I just hope that coaster ends up turning into a reliable coaster because you know it, you have people that go there just to ride that, and then they're disappointed. If so, um, the, my well, okay, my my only the only thing I hate about Lightning Rod is that there's no other adult ride over there. It's kind of out by itself. Mm-hmm. One I mean, other Wild, coaster, Eagle, one, but... Wild Eagle is on the other side of the park. Oh, you mean next to it? Yeah. Uh, Jacob's bringing up a valid point. There is nothing in that area. They really have to, at some point, start developing that area over there. That That's one reason why we didn't write it more, because I didn't want to have Annika walk from where we were at Wild Eagle um blazing fury and where tennessee tornado is and where thunderhead is we were we were in that area i didn't want to drag her all the way to the other side of the park for just one ride on lightning rod i mean and you get to light and you get to lightning rod and it's done i mean there's i mean there's the ride there's the water rides etc but there's no other big rides in that area True. You have that uh, section, whatever that section's called. You have the uh, little kid car ride, which that's it's carnival. It's country fair. Yeah, on Honey Fifth. Yeah, yeah, Honey Fifth on that. Which it's a great area because it's definitely it. Uh, you definitely get that county fair theme. Oh, when you walk absolutely. Into that area. And my kid and my kids love that area, but I mean, I. <clears throat> For me, it was just like, okay, I'll sit here and watch the kids uh, ride rides. I mean, there was really nothing I was like, oh, I need to get on this and do this. It's almost I, similar I, to Silver Dollar City's area, too. I think I, Silver I Dollar City's yeah. I did the Electro Spin thing. I call it Electro Spin, but I know that's not what Dollywood calls it. Electric Spin. Yep, electro now, Spin. Now, question is, which one is better, the one on Dollywood or Silver City? They're the same. They're the exact same. To the <laughs> I had to know. Well, actually, the one at Dollywood, they don't have a red marker on the ground, so you can kind of get a little bit more freedom on where you can place your feet. I don't but know what you're it, talking about. What ride are you talking about? The spin disc, where you face outwards. Okay. Let's go, yeah. Let's go. I, I stay away from spinning rides. Yeah, oh, why? They're so much fun. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't do them anymore. You just need you just need some. No drama. Mean makes, drama mean makes me feel like I'm not even there, man. The name Dizzy Disc. Who wants to <laughs> yeah. ride something that's called Dizzy Disc? <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Looks like that, Chris. Oh, yeah. the most intense ride I was ever on is that one flat ride at the Indiana State Fair. I will never ride one of those again. I thought I was going to die on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, play it on the uh, it's the one that, uh, I don't know. I have to go back to the video. I don't remember what it's called. All I know is I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, Lucas, Lucas, that would explain why I, I thought 
I when I was there, I was discussing with Josh that I thought Silver Dollar Cities was bigger, but then I pulled up videos and photos, and they looked exactly the same. But I guess it's taller at Silver Dollar City. You know, it makes sense why Hershen would buy Kentucky Kingdom now because their kitty ride. <laughs> Their kitty ride selection is almost identical to what they already have at their yeah. own parks. All they Jeremy, have to do is I gotta, oh, I, 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 got, I got to meet the executive chef for Hershend. I heard you did. And he, he <laughs> confirmed he confirmed, which I hope I don't get you in trouble if you hear this. There will be cinnamon bread at why would you get him? We're all on the media list for Kentucky Kingdom. We're good. Well, I don't think they. Well, I don't know if that's something he's not allowed to say yet. If he's allowed to say, and he also said, hopefully there's we'll be have, a, hopefully we'll have confirmation this weekend. Hopefully, or you met samples. Hello, everyone. Uh, Cheers, to everyone except the person. Yeah, I he, agree. <laughs> I I told him he's not welcome with that Steelers flag in the back. But it's from Kennywood, though. Revolution. You got to give him credit. Oh, Did that help out? Steel curtain. Is that better now? <laughs> now the better the better part would be tearing it off the wall. That'd be great. <laughs> Absolutely not. We're gonna have Carlos Wentz as our quarterback this year, so I can't talk any crap right now. After you hey. move it on two moves, that's how over to I said Carlos. I said Carson. And Hey, okay, whatever have, you want to call him is fine. I, I have high hopes for him. But Kenny, Kenny Wood was ruined with that themed area, in my opinion, because they they had this old-time feel, and then you slam a football-themed area in the middle of the park. It, it doesn't it, matter. It, 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 it's so good and one of the backups is it. I love that ride. Uh, it's twice, I love it. I don't know. I had to wait on it for six hours, so my opinion well, when I me, got on it wasn't the greatest. I didn't even have to wait that. I went to the GOCC event and got right on it. Nice. But that ride's one ride where I'll tell you, the it's a different experience front to back. It is. I mean, I wrote it, um, I wrote it back in the morning, front and night. I hope Hershand retracts Thunderwood. Uh, they already have. Uh, Kentucky Kingdom retracted last year. Yep, yeah, did. Kentucky Kingdom has been retracking it for a few years now. Yeah, you think um, Muse Vibes, they, they were done. I mean, it's been one amazing. Wake up, wake up Jacob. You're uh, yeah, yeah, Jacob, uh, you need uh, more water. No, I'm still, I'm still recovering from getting at home at 2 o'clock in the morning. Monday. You need water, what you need. Oh, I, we, we, we stayed there until 7 o'clock and then got home at 2, 2.30. I mean, I hear nice. you. I mean, I hear you. I woke up at one o'clock last night and get back to sleep till five in the morning. That's why I messaged everybody at three in the morning. I was gonna say, I when I got up, I had a thing from Chris, and I messaged him, and I got the like for it. I'm like, what are you doing up this early? I said, usually when I go to the Y in the morning, he's usually uh, asleep still. Well, I have the, well, we have the live show tonight, and I had to edit his stuff out from Dollywood because that gets released tomorrow. Then Indiana Beach released their color scheme for the coaster, and I'm just like, oh, I've got to, I've got to work on all these videos, and then I've got to head out Thursday to go pick up stuff all the way in Indiana. So, uh, hey, you can come out Wednesday. No, I, I already looked. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night. I'm having to fly into Cincinnati because it's the only cheap airport in the Midwest to fly into right now. <laughs> 
That was a good teaser by Indiana Beach, though, on the uh, on the new coaster. Well, they on their YouTube channel, they actually released it a month ago. I just found that out. I never even noticed. Yeah. Oh, wow. it. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good teaser. It's a good teaser video for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's a good color scheme and the red loops and the blue oh. track and white supports will look nice. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for I sure. Want to that. This is gonna be the best color scheme that either they had. I agree. This is totally a little... <laughs> he thinks I'm staring in the air. He always does this. All right, go lay down, man. All right, so next coaster on the list. <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> oh, I can't say boo. I'm going to ride that like 70 times this weekend. Next coaster on the list would be Thunderhead. And, uh, okay, so did you get a chance to ride it before the retract, Jeremy, or is this your first time riding it? No, the I, didn't, I didn't get to ride it last time. I know the retract project's been going on for a few years, too, because they said they were concluding it. Um, it was. So. Uh, well, I know in 2019 oh. when I rode it on Black Friday, it was my favorite coaster in the park over Lightning Rod. Because like any other GCI, when it gets cold and it's dark out, GCIs run better. So it was I, a great. I personally, ride. I personally enjoyed Thunder Thunderhead, but can, can we talk about the wonderful cushioning on Thunderhead's trains? I I brought that up to my wife when I got off the train. I said there is it's a different type of GCI train for sure. No seatbelt. Yeah, the one seatbelt across. Oh, it doesn't yeah. have a seatbelt. And it has the padding too. Yeah, it has just the one seatbelt across. Mean, you listen. I mean, you listen. I'm confident what it is a couch. And, and yeah, I gotta agree with you. Thunderhead is absolutely amazing, though. It is. Uh, it, Thunderhead, it, love those vibes. I've ridden a lot of GCIs now, and it's one of my favorites for sure. I've been in it. I mean, last time I did it was 2014, but I'm gonna get back on it though. I mean, I took Hayden on it. My son turned 48 inches, or he got to the 48 inch mark over the weekend, and it was his first. Yeah, it was his first wooden coaster, and he absolutely loved it. So, so now again on the 48. Yeah, 48 inches. It was his first one. So now he gets to experience the beast in Mystic Timbers next. Yeah, Mystic Timbers is the best one now. So yeah, and you can also ride on Gwazi at um this one Tampa too. So. I'll tell you, there's a very good GCI sitting down in the state of Texas, too, that people need to ride. I know. I want to go down there. Yeah. Oh, I, cannot, yeah. I, I, I cannot wait to get down there to ride it. Texas Stingray. And it was flying on media day by the afternoon. It It's a good one. We'll, we'll release that video, Anthony, at the end of the show. If you guys want to stick around that long, it's up to you. Yes, Lucas. So, um, yeah. So, um, Front Ahead now has three trains because the so um, Wildcats only had have one train, and when it is closed, they took it to Dollywood. That way, Dollywood has three trains to use. So, so if you watch carefully. Um, one of the trains has three on it. I absolutely love how the train flies to the station. Yes. I don't know what you thought about that, Jacob, but that was really sweet. I uh, scream every time you go through the station. <laughs> it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. I had seen it on TV before in the past, and to be actually to actually be able to experience it was really awesome. So, fun fact: this is the second time ever I've never watched a POV going into a park. Oh, really? Yep. 
So I had no, I, I had, I had no idea that was going to happen. I'm not watching Velocicoasters at all. I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not either. No way. Oh, no. <laughs> Velocicoaster, Velocicoaster. What's that? <laughs> so I don't pay me to not watch that POV. I need to be paid to not watch it because I'll watch it for sure. I'm not watching it. Nope. I'll watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch. I didn't watch Hagrid's, and I'm not watching this one. Nope, I'm not watching it. I'm gonna go. I'm riding it, Sultan. Yep, I'm right there I, with you, Chris. Icebreaker, you can't really. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. So icebreaker, icebreaker is what icebreaker is. <laughs> I mean, it's I right right icebreaker me to best coast of it and boss coast of Navy. Velocicoaster oh, yeah. stalls over that walkway, though. Wow. Is, is Mystery Mine on this? Because I have some questions for Jeremy about Mystery Mine. Uh, you can, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and add it on there. It was testing, but we could talk about it. Yeah, I wouldn't. So. They need new well, trains for it in order to get rid of the real problem, but that's a different story. Well, and see, that's my thing. Did they take out that one element just because of how much it destroyed the trains? Was it just no, that they, one that, that, the discussion that we had on Friday was that, um, and they even mentioned it this morning, Dollywood does a really good job of taking the uh, guest satisfaction surveys at the end of the year and stuff and trying to fit that into their park down the road. And the one thing that they got was Mystery Mine was just way too rough for the guests. And Chris, you even mentioned that it was really rough. I thought. Yeah, I remember getting a headache from it when I wrote it. Into yeah, so um, they changed the track layout for that reason to help smooth the ride out for a better uh, guest experience, is from what my understanding is. Jersey Devil, don't hear much chat on that one. Oh, we're talking about Dollywood tonight. Same old Sam. <laughs> so the question so is, same one? old Sam, is Jersey Devil going to open before? Stunt pilot, and I'm going to put no on that. Stunt pilot, is, I mean, I want to be that meme, so. <laughs> and when is, and the other question is, it says it's going to open in 2021, but when? Yeah. Is it going to be like West Coast Racers, where it's at the end of 20, at the end of the year? <laughs> or, I mean, we were talking, I was talking to somebody this today about that. There's no indicator on when it's actually going to, uh, open up at this point other yeah, than yeah, yeah. So, so was it so in the, in the part in the part that they took out on mystery mine for you guys who have wrote it before was that part extremely rough compared uh, to the rest of the coaster it wasn't uh, when i wrote it well zach you okay my understanding Zach, is that you don't think any coasters are rough so rip well, ride well, rocket's I, not rough to you well, my thing is, is if it's to improve the ride smoothness, experience, yeah. experience, was that just either A, too intense for people, or was that area just extremely rough, or was that what everybody thought the roughest area was of the coaster? Same old if Sam, you're fine. I was just letting you know. We could talk about it a little bit. We're just trying to stay on the Dollywood subject right now. See, I know this is on the, is on the older I get, the higher my pain tolerance is for roughness. No, that's not true for me. <laughs> but see, um, now I'm not I didn't look at the coaster to the point, but now that I'm older, I'm actually liking it more. Hmm. I don't like headaches. 
Tim, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm more to you. Well, the thing is with uh, the thing is with mystery mine, it wasn't the track that was the problem. It was the over the shoulder restraints hitting your head as you went through the element. They don't okay. work comfortable. Okay, I'll see, tell you I, that much. I I didn't know if it was like the roughness of the train or if people were his head working, just being banged around or yeah, you gotta do the hand motions. Pow 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 gotta pow. Lean forward. Gotta lean forward. Wait, right. man, I'm tired of leaning forward. Just make the restraints comfortable. It's lean forward. You do on Mugumu. Tear it down. Tear it down. Oh man, Tony, if you're listening, tear Roger down. No, or bring Gemini down. Tear Gemini down. Absolutely not, Jacob. No, we're not taking out Gemini. Why? Take there's good. so there's so much room that Gemini takes up. You could do so much. Gemini is one of the best arrows. Roguru is like so tiny. That what you could put a kitty coaster in its place. I would rather them bring a standing stand up coaster back into the park. I miss stand up coasters. Got an idea. Standing coaster to floors. Crack standing. Think about it. Under um under the um conversion. <laughs> what? <laughs> but um one one thing I would like to bring up about Thunderhead. Is that it has the best photo on ride photos? <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that because a couple other people were saying the same thing. Like the like, background in it is just marvelous. Yeah, people were saying that it has one of the best on ride photos. I'm muted for a second. I apologize. No, you're Never fine. mind. Uh, did you hear the news? The Jaslyn Park. Uh, yeah, but you're taking secret parking spot away behind. Um, I heard they might be in. Uh, I heard they might be enforcing that where if you're not going to the water park or you're not staying in the hotel, they might not let you park over there anymore. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the rumor I've been hearing. That's an interesting rumor because that's where I park all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I've parked out at the main gate at Cedar Point before. I didn't even go last year. I want to go this year, but then I don't because I want to be able to ride a coaster more than one time. Yeah, that's why you go on a weekday and buy Fastlane Plus. What What is it on a weekday? 140 instead of no. 170? No, ninety, <laughs> hundred. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't make it there last year. They have benzins. Yeah, if they run it right. Um, it's yeah. a whole nother subject. <laughs> so I think we learned is that Chris, Chris you can write that down as day. another show topic. Anything and everything steel vengeance. Because that'll fill up a whole hour and more. <laughs> oh, it will. Because it's when you don't rate it as your number one, everybody starts harassing you. Oh yeah. Me. I've gotten that harassment a few times. <laughs> Chris has to. <laughs> well, then- I wrote it uh, nine times on that one Saturday, so I had the opportunity to ride it a lot. And it's a good coaster, but when it's running three trains, what in the world is going on on that photo? <laughs> is that so Matt in the is- back? Yeah, that's Matt in the back, but this is Thunderhead's photo. <laughs> and duly noted, so the guy, so anybody who thinks that the guy in the front is flipping people off, he is not. He is doing this, but unfortunately, with the where the camera is placed, it looks like he is doing this. Hey, by the so, way, I want. Hey, I got you, Dickum. 
Like, uh, actually, I got accused at Cedar Point twice when I did the rock on sign. They told me I was flipping the camera off. <laughs> so, but, but the guy in the camera, the guy, the guy even zoomed it in so we could see to make sure that he wasn't flipping the camera off. But yeah, I got accused of that and they wouldn't show me the photo. Yeah, but hey, oh, yeah, I did come. I knew it. So that's pretty much like my opinion the best ride photo you get. Was this seatbelt even on? <laughs> he got some freestanding, he got a freestanding moment on that one drop. You, you kind of do. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Now, if you want a, a, a hidden gem DCI, go on to this place called Beach Bend. So, yeah, we, we rode lightning rods six times, or we got, at least got our photo six times. <laughs> Who's the person in the front? They're not having a good time. Which one? <laughs> Definitely not Jacob. You know, you could send that and uh, you could share it on here. You don't have to. It won't let me download it. It's yeah, well, yeah, well, screenshot. No, it's, it'll, it'll it's, blur it's, it. It's calling that. It's, it's trying. It's trying to send Annika instructions. But oh, Annika. What about Blazing Fury? Now that we're, we'll get back on that subject in a minute. But Blazing Fury. Okay, so I've had the opportunity to ride Blazing Fury, and the one at Silver Dollar City's Fire in the Hole, right? The, yes. one at Silver Dollar City, the one at Silver Dollar City scared the living daylights out of me on that one drop into the water. The one at Dollywood didn't do anything for me when I wrote it. So it that's why I want to know if anything's changed on it. It doesn't have any water anymore, and I don't yeah, know why. It, needs, it, needs water. So it, it doesn't have water, but it has fog machines and red lights. It's kind of – it's good, but, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry, RMC, but you touched it. You touched it and it was broke all weekend. Duly noted. Remember, they did when in doubt, blame Vacoma. <laughs> Is Vacoma the original designer of it? No, or? no, it uh, wasn't. I, I'd say blame Vacoma from White Knox. <laughs> okay, because I thought it was an in-house coaster. It, it was. It all made those guys. No, so. my my understanding is they kept freezing up somewhere and they kept having to evac people. But anyways, Blake. The, I mean, Blazing Fury and uh, Fire in the Hole, they're pretty much exact replicas at the parks, except with a little bit of scenery changing. They're both firefighter-themed, except the big difference is you get a little bit more airtime in those drops that you they have on Fire in the Hole, and then you have the splashdown in Fire in the Hole, and that pretty much is what makes that ride really, really good compared to the Blazing Fury. Oh, to Jacob Dell, um... Blazing Fury has a nice uh, fake-out bridge where the bridge just drops on you. Yes, that is true. That was really, really cool. Um, but when the ride's down all weekend, you, you got to fit. It like, was down all day Saturday. I, I, I don't know how a ride e easy like that to maintain is down all day. But then again, I could be wrong. It could be hard to maintain. I, I know the park said that they're do they they do everything they can to keep that ride going. It's a very going. old ride. It is a very um, old ride. Isn't the top oh, yeah. speed like twenty? <laughs> isn't the top speed like twenty on that thing? If that, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah let's say. Let's it's find almost, out. It's almost like a, it's almost like a tram almost. 
Fun fact, I like the Silver Dollar City trains better than the Blazing Fury trains. But I understand why you have those trains on Blazing Fury because at Silver Dollar, well, Silver Dollar City, it, it did have a line the entire time we were there. But 22 miles per hour. I mean, Chris, at one point, I thought it was on People Mover at Walt Disney World. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it does kind of feel like that. That's what they need uh, to do with the People Mover, add some more uh, effects in it. I mean, uh, that's what I, I'm dead serious. At one point, I thought I was on like a People Mover style ride because it just seemed like and, it was. And it is almost an exact replica of, I mean, to the T almost. The is, first that right, half, is that right into the ground now? It feels like the building's on uh, like Blazing Fury. Yeah, so it feels it like goes, it goes underneath a little it, bit. It, it goes like if you had a basement. That's mm-hmm. kind of where it starts and then works its way up. What's the yeah. tallest drop on that, Zach? Fifteen what? feet. Like Twenty <laughs> feet. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not much. Does it run on the same technology that Superstition Mountain at Indiana Beach used to ride on, or does it actually have limb motors on it? Uh, actually, had like limbs on it. Okay, okay Jacob, I figured out why you like Blazing Fury more. Blazing Fury is actually faster. I, I don't like Blazing Fury more. I like I like uh, I, 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 I like fire. Tomato, tomato. I did the same thing basically. <laughs> but I mean, fire in the hole is faster. Though. Fire in the hole is faster. Okay, it's not the speed. The the the. It's that final spot, drop. It's, it's that final drop, and it's. I feel like Silver Dollar Cities has more effects. By what you've described, I can see how you like the Silver Dollar City one more if that with those special effects and ending. So, yeah, Silver Dollar City compared... Okay, so I feel like Silver Dollar City is a little bit more of a theme park than Dollywood. I feel like Dollywood's a little bit more entertainment-based than Silver Dollar City. Yes, Silver Dollar City does have a lot of entertainment, but their th- rides they have have a little bit more thrill to them. The, o- the only thing that caught me b- by surprise this weekend was Dragonflyer. I Dragon, wasn't ex- Dragonflyer or, packs a punch. Oh my God. For a family <sighs> coaster, it packs a punch. You know what? And, uh, and, Vicom- and if you, the Vicomas coasters are good anyways. The suspended Vicomas, like even down here in Orlando at Fun Spot Orlando, even the... Uh, What's it called? Zach? What Freedom is it? Plan. Freedom, Freedom Flyer would be even really good. Yeah. If it were a little longer, it'd be better, but it's it even oh, packed yeah. a punch. Do you want sodium POV of that? Uh, not right now. Not right now. Well, what 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 surprised me was <laughs> when you look at Blazing or not Blazing Fury Dragon Flyer, and then you look at Thunderhead. They almost look at the exact same height. I know they're not the exact same height, but they look like they are about the exact same height. Yeah, I've been for it. I'm probably what it is. I just hope they do more with the stage two of Wildwood Grove. I'm, I'm yeah, telling you. Mark Spinning goes to Mark Spinning. You know what the funny part about it is, though? I feel like that first section is almost as big as the whole park. Because that park mm-hmm. is tiny. It's a big area. I, 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 about it. I, I would love to see kind of like a intermediate coaster i know like something that's in between time traveler and fire i i've heard rumors of a dark ride 
I've heard those rumors as well. I would love to see him at a mock hyper, but that probably won't happen. <laughs> we all. Well, there, there's been rumors going around that they're going to add a hyper coaster too. There is that rumor too that I've heard. And see, I feel like a hype, a hyper coaster would fit. Perfecto. How about a hyper spinning coaster? Yeah, just a hyper. Yeah. After being after being there, I felt like something they were missing was something big, tall, and fast. How about a hyper standing coaster? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? I mean, <laughs> no. that's just not right. <laughs> What did he say? Whoa. A mock spinning coaster? No, he said a hyper standing. <laughs> Can you imagine coming off that first oh, hill? A hyper spinning, uh, a hyper spinning stand-up coaster? Yes. Oh wow! Be great. B and M's working on that with the surf coaster, aren't they? Yeah. yeah Supposedly, uh, basically, uh, what uh, standing long coaster? What? Yeah. Well, that's the rumor, at least. Yeah. Nobody cool. knows what it is. We don't know if SeaWorld's going to be whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Seaworld needs to open their current coasters before they build newer coasters. Nah. <laughs> you said nah. SeaWorld Orlando is going to get another coaster. Why not? It's probably yeah. their moneymaker out of all five anyways. Yeah. I mean, anytime you hear SeaWorld, you probably think Orlando. Well, I'm finding out from the videos I'm releasing that SeaWorld Orlando is more popular than uh, Busch Gardens Tampa. Surprisingly. Hmm. I have no clue how. Probably on um, wheels. I lose interest within an hour at SeaWorld Orlando. I'm going to be honest. If I can't ride Manta and Mako. I was going to say, is it Manta, Manta and Mako that are bringing? Is that the reason why? I'm guessing so. I mean, well, I feel like you. I like I, the park, but I, it's not my favorite SeaWorld park. I, like, I love San Diego. I like the park too, but I mean, I've gone there so many times that it's, it's almost stale. It is. To they be have honest, a, to be honest with you. Well, you have that long bridge that you walk across, and it's like I feel like they could drain some of that water out and add an addition over there instead of walking across a big lake with really no entertainment at all. Although I don't know if you guys saw the latest, but they have they've done some upgrades on stuff, so I'm hoping that that helps a little bit. Yeah, like, it looks like. Looks like inside the uh, aquarium, the, the what is the 360 dome? Yeah, looks like they removed the people mover or the uh, what do they call that at the uh, airports? The moving sidewalk. Look like looks like yeah. the moving sidewalk's now gone. Yeah, and they have some new food options and some paint jobs they did. But I'm like you, it it's it, for people who go to it more frequently than others, it has started to get stale. It is. I think Icebreaker will add a good addition, but I think they need one more extreme coaster after that. Yeah, I think so too. I think what is Busco and Sampa had a bunch of animals they can see in zoos. Meanwhile, we'll all see go to see whales. Kill whales. Have to see whales. Uh, SeaWorld San Antonio, SeaWorld yeah, San Diego. I, I, I don't know what I'm though, but I mean, they're all SeaWorld parks. And well, we're going to see kill whales, so. Well, here's the thing. I've been to all three of them, and SeaWorld San Diego, for me, does it the best. It has a good flow. It has a lot to do there. You have better shows. You have a sky ride that goes over the actual bay. It's just 
yeah, the coasters aren't 200 feet tall, but they don't need that there. <laughs> but going back to it, yeah, I mean, I've been going to that park in Orlando for 10 years now, and not much has changed other than the addition of Mako and some other other things. But I agree, it's stale anymore. I mean, Infinity Falls was a great addition. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but beyond that, I mean, it's the same old, same old stuff every time you go. SeaWorld, Ohio? Yeah, ask Cedar Fair what happened with that one. <laughs> yeah, it's now going to be a housing development or whatever. Oh, that. Or commercial shopping from what I've heard last. I think they made sure that it can never, ever, ever be used again at the Amusement Park. Well, then, uh, talking about Dollywood, I think Dollywood's a great family park. Like, if you're in Gatlinburg, obviously, more than likely you're going to be with your family. Or you're going to have an older family member with you because the whole area is geared towards families or, I don't like saying the word older people, but the older generation. Because you have the whole section of Dollywood that has nothing but arts and crafts, but like over in in Silver Dollar City, it's spread out so you feel like you're actually in a town as you go through it. Whereas Dollywood is just in one area on one side of the park. You have like your live show over there, live outside show. And then on the left side, you have like all your arts and crafts uh, area over there. Yeah. They took Silver City's whole field and put it down in one land called Crescent Valley. It made what I've been hearing. Yeah, I... I mean, for that that kind of feeling, like in in the woods, like all kind of old-time stops. I, I, I don't... This was your first time there, correct? Yeah, it was my or it was my second time there, but first time really riding anything. Oh, okay. Because we went there for the Christmas event, and we checked out Wildwood Grove, but that was about it. And the Christmas lights, but like you and I discussed on Sunday and even um, yesterday, it's a great park for a family where you have kids like the range of my children, like six and nine. Um, I mean, they had a, they had a great, great time. Um, but it's definitely like you and I discussed, Chris, it's not really a thrill seekers park. I mean, if you're a thrill seeker and you, I mean, you're looking for that thrill seeking idea that steel vengeance, that, that type of intense other than lightning rod. I mean, there's not, it's not, in my opinion, a thrill seeker park. It's a family of four going for a good family time, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll agree. I actually have more fun in Pigeon Forge than I do at Dollywood. (laughs) But I mean, Pigeon Forge has a lot of good mountain coasters to ride, and then you could go down to Gatlinburg and do the same thing. So for me... (laughs) I, I don't know. I mean, Dollywood is lucky to have such a rich tourist location. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the entertainment and Pigeon Forge from, I mean, you drive down the main drag and you have a go-kart track every 10 feet, it seems like. Yep. Um, the, is- the islands, for example. Just, oh, the island. and ju- I mean, 
the island. You have magic quests. You have Rowdy Bear um, to like goats on a roof. I mean, there is there. I mean, there is entertainment everywhere of all different sorts. I mean, we went to the Dolly Stampede for the first time and had a great time. Um, so there's just so much to do. So Dollywood is very lucky to have such a rich district to pull in those normal people who wouldn't maybe not go to an amusement park or theme park to pull those people in as well. So, so what's the deal with them always having a firefighter theme? We have fire chaser express. (laughs) We have blazing fury. We haven't, I, I know Silver Dollar City has an area dedicated to firefighters with a fire ladder pole and stuff like that. I don't know if Gollywood has it. I don't recall if it does or not. But so, what is what is the homage to or homage to all the uh, I see homage to firefighters at both parks, and I'm trying to figure out was one of the owners a prior firefighter or? Oh, I I was wondering the same question when I saw how much how much and um, I, I give them credit. Thank you for. Yeah, absolutely. For, for um, honoring those first responders and stuff, but I was wondering the same thing: is there somebody in the the family that that they know that? I mean, you're right. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance and stuff towards but, uh, firefighters. But that could just be their thing. For yeah. example, I mean, it could all 100 percent. Yeah, especially in um down yeah, yeah especially down in um uh, and Fords. And, and one thing, one thing which I I, I I gave Dollywood for a round of applause for this one, but they're the the thing they do with their eagles is just yeah, out of this world. The their eagle, eagle the eagle program awesome. they have yeah. there. Hey, sorry, I had to cut that from the the real man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, put it, I'll put it on a separate video. Make a video. Make that. I was gonna say we, we, need, we should yeah, be trying to raise money. We should, I, I gave them thirty dollars for the ELO program while we were there, and I'm planning up to become a donor because what the, the work that they do and for how many eagles they have and for how many eagles they release a year is just out of this world. I know they don't release any of their permanent eagles, but the eagles they have they, they have eagles that breed. They have they hatch eagles in the spring. They usually release them the following year, so it's just amazing the work Dollywood has put into helping take the eagle population from being an endangered species to being just our national bird again. Did you watch any of the inside or the inside shows still canceled for now, or did they open them back up? Open. Okay, open, that's good. yeah. Yeah, I saw the Dollywood one, but I'm running full trains, so they are running yeah. full trains. And by the way. Sorry, Florida, your food sucks. If I could have the food that Pigeon Forge does and Gallenberg does down here, I would be in heaven. I was telling Jacob about that, how you were commenting on how good the food was in Pigeon Forge, and I agree. There's some amazing places to eat there. You have that, yeah, you have a breakfast place. I forget the name of it, but it's like buffet style, and they give you so much food. And they just yeah, keep coming with food. <laughs> We we then, found our fav- we found our favorite place to eat at Dollywood. Cinnamon bread? No, it was this ca- it was this cafe. It was this cafe place over by uh Lightning Rod, not the hamburger joint right across from yeah, it. Yeah, your front porch cafe. Yes. 
that's where we yeah, ate too. It was, it was pretty good. That's the one thing I did enjoy about Dollywood is they had a lot of sit down area, like sit down places where you can eat instead of just your normal park food. Um, Cause we tried out the smokehouse too, as well. well how was we were that? down there. It was, nah. it was really good. Yeah. Cat <laughs> just ran across the screen. Yeah. I would call uh, Dollywood is the, um, it's the missile antigen place. That was good. Where like it? Is that um, Miss Lillian's second place? Okay, I, I didn't get yeah, a single chance funny. to sample all the food. I thought the food inside, uh, whatever the lightning rod place is, the restaurant right next to that, I thought that food yeah, was yeah. decent. You probably had a bad experience, but I had a good experience there. So I guess okay, kind of so that line. Well, we when we got in line, it didn't have a long line. It's yeah. just that I ordered. Okay, so I ordered chili cheese fries. Okay. You always have they, problems with orders, though. You they, need to just they get, write they get, it down they get, and hand it to them. It was <laughs> even on the it was even on the receipt, and they gave me regular fries. But the burgers tasted exactly like the ones you get at the that car place in Cedar Point, right there at the Midway. They tasted oh, so, exactly the same to the T. So does it taste like concession burgers then? Hmm. Concession stand microwave burgers. <laughs> Yep, it's all right. You can uh, be honest. It's okay. They, I think they want to hear feedback but, on some of the things. So, yeah. but that that was my only bad food experience. I, all the other food we had there, we were our mind was blown by it. Yeah, I was I was really impressed. They they definitely yeah. take care of or look into food options and show options and making sure that they're always uh, fresh and new. So they kept mm-hmm. bad. Which one is better? Oh, well, you, you, what, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. Know, I'll, I'll let you know uh, <laughs> this week when I go to Silver Dollar City. But right now, I felt like Silver Dollar City has a better bride. Hmm. But it. But it's been a few months since I've had Silver Dollar City. So yeah, yeah. There's people. I mean, it's been a few years and I had on Diewood bed. So. I mean, what time I did? What twenty foot? I mean, last time I was there. They were building fire chaser. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but he had fly winder though, so. They had what? Um, the uh, mountain slide winder. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gone now. Yeah, it was a um it was a toboggan style water ride. We seen a toboggan is flying down. It's, yeah, that's fun. Fire chaser was a good ride too for the family. It looked uh, fun. I'm waiting to buy it. My family so, really enjoyed riding it together. So, out of those few rides right there, other not counting Dragonfly, I would probably Ooh. say I would probably say that was my favorite ride. Chili cheese fries sounds so good right now. I'm reading. I'm reading this over here. Sorry. I see that. Oh, I love. No, I, I I do have to give Dollywood credit. Their family coasters are definitely family coasters. I mean, everybody in the entire family can enjoy them from the youngest rider to mom and dad, for sure. Even grandma and grandpa. Yeah, Don would definitely for all ages. Kids. Watch uh, out for Big Bertha. Champions and adults. Watch out for Big Bertha. I was very impressed with Fire Chaser, for sure. I'm waiting about it. I mean, Big Bertha, Big Chris, Big Bertha is the firework. Fire the firework that tips over and 
launches you, oh. shoots at you. I wrote it one time. It's pretty close point. to you when you're in the front seat. And that fog effect, oh, it hit you right in the oh, face. It was. It, oh, yeah. We, My family and I sat row one, row two on the second or third time we rode it, and he's not kidding. That fog, that, that fog gets you. Uh -huh. Do any of you guys that are watching currently, we have a live feed. Uh, don't hesitate, hesitate. Ask any questions you guys have. But Do Dollywood, I, I, I would say it's a pretty good park to go to, but I agree with you two. Sorry, you two. That it's it's definitely more of a family-based park than it is a thrill park. Yeah. If I had friends or family that were asking for a good park to take their family to, I'd definitely highly recommend it. That whole area is, it's just a, the whole area to me, it's a great area, but I feel like I always spend more money there and that oh. area than I do down in Orlando. Like, even oh, when I get to Orlando, it's like, uh, you go visit the Titanic, forty dollars a piece. You go ride a mountain coaster, twenty dollars a piece. Huh, twenty if you're lucky. Well, yeah. Then you have the well. Then you have the other enthusiasts that are complaining about the Big Apple coaster costing fourteen, and you're like, oh, I wish it was fourteen down at Pigeon Forge for a coaster. <laughs> no actually, actually, if my hood is the Dollywood Gold Pass. I'm going to do on discount to have many of the um, things nearby. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, I heard. Yep. It's good to know. So I fly it out and, and see what we get on map. Did you try out the water park while you guys were there? I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, it was nice and uh, cold, non-existent. <laughs> Actually, fun fact: one of the resorts near Dollywood had their outdoor water park open. They did. There's a few places that did have their outdoor water parks. Uh, one thing I do want to point out: I don't know if you heard Jacob. Um, anyone's allowed to visit the Dream More too. Um, it's not closed to like just yes. resort guests or anything. There are restaurants inside of it that you're able to go ahead and visit. Uh, we found that out on, uh, on Friday, walking around with, uh, some of the PR team from the park that, um, and that's hey, another uh, location you can hey, go hey, to. Get if you, from your mic, man. Um, the dream sure. war is another location where you can get cinnamon bread too. If you don't have park admission. So that was a cool insider tip that I didn't know about. Didn't know about. Somebody's getting Somebody's feedback getting again. Feedback. Jacob, what? Go you. Okay, now you're good. Yeah, Jacob. <laughs> so we found the culprit of our feedback. It wasn't us. It was him all along. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had dinner yet. Oh, by the way, before we get into other uh, subjects... Many of you guys might have signed up. You guys probably didn't because we have a lot of fans that are Indiana Beach fans that probably don't watch our other shows. But we're having a Midwest Coaster fans Indiana Beach outing. Also, Jeremy from Buckeye is going to assist with it as well if he can. Yep, um, absolutely. July 17th, we got the ticket price back, twenty ninety nine for tickets if you don't have a season pass, and eighteen ninety nine for food and drinks. So we think that's a great deal. Indiana Beach cut us a really good group outing deal, so... Uh, we'll have more details released on that later. Uh, first, we're going to give the chances to the people that gave uh, <laughs> the interest first. I don't know why you're holding up your hand. <laughs> 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 
quick question on that. Yeah. Um, back, back to the event for people who attend. If they have a season pass, do they have to buy tickets or do they just have to buy the food and drink? Just the food and drink. I already talked to her about it, so we're good on that. Here's Mermaid Shirt. Yeah, we're uh, really really excited about teaming up with you guys on this event and helping out as a sponsor to help with it. So we're really, really excited. We're discussing the show right now. So. I don't know if I'm more excited for an event or to find my um, new sports What? Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a great time. I figured I'd bring that out there. Uh, whoever fill out an interest card first, just to let everybody know that's watching that. So if you haven't been to Indiana Beach before and you're wanting to check out the park, you don't want to buy a season pass, join the group outing on July 17th. We would love to have you there. We'll have an itinerary. Obviously, just like any other event, you don't have to follow the itinerary. But it'll be a good chance for you to do it, get to meet some other roller coaster enthusiasts, friends, <laughs> family, and then, uh, yeah. So far, we have so far, we have 64 people that are probably going. We would like to make that 100. So that leaves it's us. That's a great part, too, Chris. I mean, I went there for the first time last year and had an absolute blast. So, as a first timer last year, I highly recommend anybody who hasn't been there to be there. You guys have been there plenty of times. But I highly recommend it. And anybody who has to travel in, there's a KOA. So, if you love to camp, there's that. There are many hotels. There are. Lodges, so if you need a place to stay, there are a lot of great places to check out as well. That's good to know too. I, fun fact: I got married up on Lake Schaefer. Not at Indiana Beach, unfortunately, but I got married up on Lake Schaefer. Come on, if you got married at Indiana Beach, <laughs> now we went the next day. He went. He went there. I think during the first year of Apex. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe the second year. But yeah, I was just gonna say it's a great opportunity to support a uh, park that's up and coming yeah. and a lot of good that's happening there. Yeah, but yeah, you here. The new owner is doing a good job. And we're gonna change it every year, so we don't know where we're gonna be at next year. It's going to be an every year thing. Next year, maybe we'll be at Magic Mountain in California. I don't know. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> Silver Dollar. Yes, yeah, Silver Dollar next year. Silver Dollar City is a great park. It's just a pain in the butt to get to. We'll set up a competition yeah. with them. Who can outlast me on Time Traveler? I can. Nobody. That's it. I can. I can. Hey, we want to report back from this weekend on how many times you wrote it. Dick, I need a better one. Who can outvide me on Voyage? Fun, fun, fun fact, Jeremy. The last time I was there, I wrote it 50 plus times. The last time. Oh, man. Wow. I'm looking, forward, I'm looking forward to writing that. I just back, bounce back and forth because Thunderation is one of the best mind traits I've ever been on. Yeah, yeah, Oh, Thunderation is amazing. I would just go from Thunderation, time traveler, Thunderation, time traveler. Hey, hey, that's going to be our next competition. We're going to meet <laughs> followers of Midwest Coaster fans. We're going to put it up there, and let's go ahead and see during Hollywood Nights. Well, hopefully this year it's not as packed. 
Let's see if one of us can get 30 rides in one day on it. It's going to be hard, but. All I got to say is just make sure you watch out for the sharks. <laughs> Long ride. <laughs> oh, by the way, they just released a shirt today. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty fun. Yeah, I need to buy it. I, I had to throw that in there. They didn't uh, misspell uh, any of the words on there from what we Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 mean, I mean, now you had any credit, uh, not any Mocha credit, call it any Mulan Coaster credit. Mulan. <laughs> a Rollar. A Rollar. How did they, hey. how did they I, misspell that? Because A is not even anywhere close to E. Did they not know how to spell it? <laughs> and then, uh, Jacob, did you tell him about the uh, shirt that they had in the gift shop? I thought of Chris instantly once I saw it. Oh, the cinnamon bread shirt? Absolutely, a hundred percent. I thought of Chris. I thought online on people. Cinnamon bread. Oh my god! I'm just here. I'm just bread. here no. for the. I'm just here for the cinnamon bread. Oh, absolutely. That, that's <laughs> I thought of you, know. Chris, instantly as soon as I saw it. I love food. If a park doesn't have good food, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and Chris are the I agree. It's it's an important aspect of a going to a park. To be honest with you. And that's one you thing know that I'm a foodie. Really well. pick, pick. I know I'm foodie, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. I will judge blocks on food. I, I never hey, it, it, it is an important part of a park moving forward. If a park doesn't have all aspects, like including food and merchandise, people aren't going to come. I mean... So, that... I Okay. I could be wrong, but I felt like that's one thing Dollywood lacks on. Is what? what? Uh, kind of more coaster themed merchandise. Oh, well that's that's the same way with Silver Dollar City too. I no, think actually, the worst park for coaster merchandise is definitely Hershey Park and Canmon. Hershey Park, if you want coasters, to only have it for Canmonium. My saw. Uh, Hershey has really increased their merch lately. Okay, I would especially, especially in the off Canyon season. Lane. Yeah, I would Hershey Park for Canyon, Canyon Lane, and the only Christmas that I saw was Candymonium. Like, uh, in the off season, they've started to increase their podium. Okay, yeah. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Dollywood has multiple shops, a lot of variety, but they're more all like tennis and not. Yep. And, and dolly base, not so much the ride base. Well, let's yeah. take the roller. Let's take the roller coaster enthusiast equation out of Dollywood. No, <laughs> most no, no of your visitors there are going to be families that could give a crap about coasters, to be honest, and uh, older people that probably been going to Gatlinburg for years. They've been going to Dollywood for years. They go to the arts and craft shops. They buy up all the arts and crafts and. They probably I go agree down to Gatlinburg. So I agree with you completely, Chris. I mean, walking through the stores, we walked in the wood carver store, <laughs> and it was packed. I, I love I that mean, so much. I mean, you're right. The the arts and crafts stores were just as busy as any of the other gift shops. Mm-hmm. I mean, we walked by Lightning Rod, and there was not a single person in the Lightning Rod gift shop. But there's like I said, the wood carver and the black new blacksmith location. Duly noted, duly noted a lot of that stuff in the Lightning Rod gift shop. 
is just hot rods on cars. It's not actually. Uh, yeah. It's not actually lightning rod. There's not, just, there's not a lot of lightning rod merch. I agree. Well, yeah, that's the majority of the visitors. I mean, you got on Gatlinburg. I mean, no, if, and to me, Gatlinburg. Okay, I'm. I'm. That's a whole nother podcast. But uh, the time that I got to spend a weekend over there, uh, Gatlinburg is really geared towards people who like antique shopping. And then you have a couple of the uh, what what I, what's that one park called uh, that has the uh, Skylift or whatever it's called, similar to you'd find it like a ski park or whatever. It's um, Kevin's. What it? is it? What is the name of it? Oh, um, wait, 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 quick quiz. Ober, it's what called Ober. It's called Ober. What, what's the what state it is fucking? It's in Colorado. It's in Carolinas. We need to know. Gatlinburg, man. I just said that. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be <laughs> Ober Gatlinburg. Oh, I yeah. Gonna, what kind of but you're yeah. right. You walk you walk through downtown Gatlinburg, and it's food, and it's, it's stuff like that. No, right. I mean downtown Gatlinburg is food, and artisan or, or, or crafts or antiques. I mean, you're right. That's what the area is all about. And then you have Ripley's Believe it or Not, where you can find those at any tourist location. So you got Ripley everywhere. At a time of prayer. Oh, I want to know that um, Ripley the Claim and the Smoky is actually pretty good now. I don't know where your Play-Doh is. I mean, I mean, Ripley bought a go-kart track down there. Yeah. I don't know where your Play-Doh's at. <laughs> I mean, had a aquarium, so. I'm really excited for the new aquarium in Branson. Yes. Oh, they're building a new aquarium out there? It just opened. You only have one. It opened up. It just opened. I open. know that. Who, who, uh, who is it from? I don't know, but it's not Ripley. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Branson, okay. That's a whole nother subject. Branson Let's find out. Branson is uh, interesting. Um, the entrance looks absolutely amazing. It does. Are you able to pop it up on the screen, maybe? I got it. Well, But uh, let's. I'm going to go into a couple questions with Jeremy because we're kind of over the Dollywood part of the show. Uh, how long have you been involved with the theme park industry, or how long have you been involved? Since uh, 2001, when I started at the age of 16. After literally, I turned 16 and went up to Kings Island and put my uh, application in there. So 2001 was my first season there. So. And ever since then, I've been connected to it one way or the other from staying at the park till 20 or 2006 and then getting into the um, Great Wolf Lodge for about nine months before I started my full-time job where I'm at now. But I've always been around the industry. And because uh, you're an engineer as well, correct? Correct. So you... What did uh, Kings Island end up getting you getting you in kind of the amusement park or engineering type aspect of the industry? Yeah. So prior to working at Kings Island, I really wanted to be like a weatherman. I was really into weather. Um, 
then after working there, um, I actually started out in architectural engineering and then found out that I couldn't really, I was pretty limited as an architectural engineer. So that's when I transferred over to mechanical engineering. Cause if, if I were to ever get into the in, a job in the industry, a mechanical engineer would be the, the most would open up the most doors compared to an architectural engineer who would lay out like landscaping plans and stuff for these rides. And I know you, I know you and I discussed that you've been trying to get kind of looking into possibly getting into the amusement park industry. Yeah, it's a, it's a really tough uh, industry to get into. It's very limited. Um, I know I, I went on a construction tour where for Pantheon last year before COVID um, shut the world down for the time being. And um, even then talking to the vice president of engineering and development there, um, they only have a few engineers that work for SeaWorld parks. Um, so it's really hard to get into, but um, each and every day I continue to make uh, connections and, stuff and maybe someday i'll be in the industry yeah i mean that definitely helps having your own channel and reaching out and getting connections because it seems like the amusement park industry to me is more about who you know and your experience more so as than you know just your experience level yeah and and it and two it's um being around the industry too and wanting to learn about it just not going to the parks, asking questions. If you see a maintenance guy walking by, most of the time they'll take your questions if, um, and learning more about the ride. So over the years, that's helped tremendously as well. Now, I don't know if anybody else has any questions, but uh, I was going to say, I kind of got kind of like you, um, I kind of went all over the place, so my experience is kind of weird. I've always been into roller coasters, never been into really mechanical engineering or engineering, but I know before 2001, which was, you know, 9-11 happened, I wanted to get into radio communication. So this is kind of nice being able to do a podcast because I've always wanted to do work like this. Um, for some yeah. reason, I got into law enforcement and in the Army as a military police officer. I have no clue how because I had, <laughs> I was going to get into communications and I chose that job, but uh, traveling all over the country actually was the only time I actually got to check out some of these new parks. Like in Denver, I got to check out a leech gardens when it was owned by six flags and, and Bush gardens, Williamsburg. And so uh, another thing too, that I've, to, that I've come to, to enjoy is all aspects of the parks too. I yeah. used to go to parks and because I was in ride operations and a lifeguard supervisor and stuff, I'd always like pay attention to like what the operators are doing or what the lifeguards are doing and stuff. And I used to be so, so like zeroed in on that. Um, and now anymore, I feel like maybe someday I could even do like a PR job or something because I've learned so much about parks and other aspects of it to be able to do something more like that, not necessarily in the engineering field, but I could do operations because um, I've learned so many different aspects of it. And I think that makes me a more well-rounded person, especially when talking to people like yourselves or um, others, I can have, I can give an opinion on all different things. 
Yeah, I know uh, that's what Zach's getting into. He's trying to get into PR relations, so. Yeah. I let him control our Twitter. Yeah. Give him experience on that level. We'll call him yeah. uh, the intern. Actually, I applied for um, two internships and seasonal HR, so. That's cool. Yeah, I, I've learned that knowing all aspects of the park is more important than just knowing one aspect of it. Yeah, now that I kind of like mastered the violation kind of stuff, I'm, I'm going to get in more business side of things. That's what I'm at, so. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to learn. I noticed that I kind of pay attention more to it than I did before. Because before yeah. you'd walk into the park and enjoy it, and now you're kind of like analyzing how the ride works, how it's put together, how the park's laid out, and you're like, man, owning a channel is nice, but sometimes your brain just needs to relax and enjoy itself. Yeah, I've learned a lot, too, ever since starting Buckeye back in early 2019 how much more of appreciation I have for parks altogether. Cause like you said, I used to be focused on the ride and portions of that. And now, um, merch and PR aspects, especially with all the public relation contacts and stuff that I'm making with people. Um, I definitely have a much more appreciation. I've, I've known some very, very big leaders from a PR standpoint in the, in the business and have a very much more appreciation for them now more than ever. Um, so yeah, learning all aspects of the park has been a great thing, especially through Buckeye. Well, we and, learned that. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was just going to say, just being able to share like merchandise, merchandise opportunities, new food opportunities, sales opportunities through Buckeye has given me a more appreciation for it. Well, I was going to say that we kind of learned the hard way because we found out a rumor. So you kind of learned that the PR not only handles that, but mm -hmm. all the backlash from the rumors going on too. So that's true. Especially yeah. nowadays, unfortunately, you can't keep a secret in 2021. It's not, yeah, it's not like 20 years ago where it, the internet was, you know, dial up and unless you have a park like Holiday World where you can't see a lot of the park from the main areas. So if there's something going on, it's kind of harder to see. Yeah, yeah oh, you no, can, no, no. if you want to see things. You just drive by the um, the uh, HR department in a parking lot. That's the thing that typically hit in that. Well, well, my, well. Let me prime example. Let's say they're doing track work on Legend. You would oh, never, well. you would never really know. Oh. Or you would know if talking about it. Or if you could always find the barbed wire fence. No, <laughs> I do that. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know at Kings Island. True. I mean, all you see is 71, and that's it. You wouldn't know anything. You you don't know anything going on inside those gates unless it's tall. Is there I a mean, fence on the backside over by that river or the creek that runs? Yeah, oh, okay. there is. Yeah. I always wondered that because it's like, hmm, yeah. Rent a yeah, if you, walk, if, you take the, if you take the path, bike path down through there, you'll see where you'll see where the property is and everything. Same old Sam. What year did you work there? Thunder Cannon for three years. Bikinis are better. <laughs> family sell. Family sell. <laughs> but uh, family. 
what and another thing one thing that i like about silver dollar city better than i do um dollywood is i feel like silver dollar city is a little bit more photogenic oh yeah that block is oh yeah photogenic how because you can't see anything uh photogenic <laughs> is speaking um i i feel like you can see more silver and uh dollywood Next time you go to Dollywood, I'll show you all the secret hiding spots. <laughs> now, photogenic is on wildfire. Wildfire, Traveler, Thunderation. But wildfire, though, that is the easiest coast to photograph, though, is it not? That's the only one you can see. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Time Traveler. Okay, Time Traveler, you could see it from the window, but what other place can you actually see it from? Oh, <laughs> on the entrance of Divide. Powder Keg, you can see it blast off the lift hill. The first uh the first the first airtime hill. That's that's about it. You're <laughs> they need an observation tower. There you go, Silver Dollar City. Get us an observation tower. No no no. We need is a tall drop tower. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> you need a slingshot. There you go. Put it in county fair. Sunflight. Even though the county fair probably didn't have that back in the 1880s. <laughs> oh, and, like, can we can we talk about Dollywood's train ride? Yes. Well, I mean, it's not. <laughs> go well, ahead. It's not good. It's not amazing, though, but. What was your opinion on it, Jeremy? You like it? It's really long. First of all, um, I just wish there was. I know it goes back around the backside Wildwood Grove, and it's like empty space. So which, I was. Which days of Christmas? They used to be wooded. They cleared that out two years ago. Yeah. I mean, if you want an action stunt show. I think my wife timed the t train ride about 12 minutes. Yeah, uh, I I cut that footage down to only when the train was basically blowing its whistle. Because all it was basically was was showing an open field for like five minutes. I mean, if they would like theme something like a show or some type and, of like... And see, which we, have, we can reference to, but uh, Silver Dollar City does a mid-course show on their train yeah. ride. Wonderful. Yeah. But we're also in the 1880s over there. I think I'm missing something. We're also in the 1880s over in Silver Dollar City, whereas Dollywood doesn't know. I don't. What it Dollywood's is. a mix of what Dolly Parton loves, and that's probably about it. That's the theme. Dollywood. Well, I don't know. I don't know why there's even my, a train ride, to be honest. My thing I mean, is, I, I was told that. Train ride is like the pride and joy of Dollywood. The train ride like used that, to go around. Like that train ride was the reason why Dollywood's there. Like yeah. that, everybody a, went to go when they went to Dollywood was ride the train when it first. Also, I mean, it was, it, also it was great at Silver Christmas Dollar time. City. Huh? It was also known as time. also known as Silver Dollar City back when it was first made. Yeah. Yeah. Failed miserably, and they had to get Dolly Parton to put a stake in it. Fun fact: they originally opened. I think Gold West Junction was the first name. 
Does the train still go around County Fair area and up around that area? And then, okay. So I think there's two tracks on it. Maybe during Christmas it's longer, but I remember it going all the way almost over by lightning rod and then back around. I'm going to look at an overhead real fast of it because I could have sworn that the track goes around that side of the park because I've seen it go that way. It goes yeah, up so it goes by, it goes up by Lightning around Thunderhead, through Wildwood Grove, and then does the turnaround and come back. Yeah. Okay, I've got Dollywood right. Where is Dollywood? Man, this thing's tiny on the map. Hold on, let me zoom in. Okay, yeah, I see it. Okay, yeah, there's two different routes, it looks like. No, it is not. So it basically, uh, out this way, turn around, coming this way, turn around again. Uh, okay, never mind. I see it. I feel like they changed it because I remember it lo- being a little different back then. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm imagining things. Yeah, so you're all yeah. to you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now on um, Pre-On Grove, the train ride, it felt like that you went out of walking him back. It was cool. You guys had questions prepared for Jeremy, right? Do you have, what questions did you have for him, Jacob? I'll let Zach go first. I had none. You're done. No, I had none. Zero. You had none. I mean, I don't know yesterday. We gave it all day Saturday, so. Okay, so Jeremy. Um, yeah, Lucas, comes- look for that email. Sorry, go ahead. When it comes to the smaller chain parks, like your not even the chain, like your home parks, but like Ken, Kennywood, uh, yeah. Waldemere, places like that. What what's your favorite park to go to that you've been to and why? Small park. Um, I'd probably have to say Kennywood. Kennywood's always had a special place in my uh, heart. I went there when I was uh, eighth grade trip. Um, I just love the home feel that that park has. It's just, it's a great park. If anybody ever is contemplating going there, definitely check it out. I love the, I should say this now, um, I loved the older rides and I hate that they're taking out so many of them this upcoming season. I'm kind of disappointed about that. Um, and grateful that my children and I were able to experience some of those older school rides, uh, last summer. Um, so I'm going to be sad to see some of those go, but that just that old feeling. I mean, nobody, you can't compare Jackrabbit to anything. I mean, Jackrabbit is just phenomenal. I I, I mean, it's a, it's an engineering Marvel and B it's just so much fun. Um, so it's things like that that just – I mean, Chris and I have talked about it before too. It, the smaller parks just give you that more that more like magical feeling almost. I mean, so I'm, I'm like Chris. I'm, I'm more anymore these days toward a smaller park. I want to go out and support them more than anything anymore these days. There. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's one park I'm really excited about seeing the 75th anniversary at. We've grown to love that park. Uh, my wife and I were actually talking about it over the weekend, that we will drive the three and a half hours, four hours, back and forth in a day just to visit Holiday World because we just love it so much. 
Well, heads up, pass holder weekend's a great time to go if you're a pass holder, which I know you probably are. Yeah, we are. And we actually missed out last year on it, so we're hoping to be there this year. Yeah, so. with that killer GOCC discount, how can you not mm-hmm. be? It, it is <laughs> a great discount, uh, I'll tell you that much. I mean, it's kind of the same bunch of you guys does, so – He's one of the ace members that gets offended if you talk bad about ace. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> so, my, my next question is, um, which, I just, just which I just brought up, GOCC, do you want to kind of explain um, to our viewer, viewers what GOCC is? And Yeah, um, it's Great Ohio Coaster Club based out of Ohio. Um, it actually started with a... Uh, a bunch of friends um in one of the key rails up at cedar point and took off from there um i'm currently the membership director with gocc so uh if you join the club you'll be receiving your card and stuff from me i take a lot of questions from uh members as well when they go to renew um we do a couple events a year. We're really excited about getting back to that this coming year after a year of not being able to have a, any events other than our big event at Kings Island that they had in August, which was a huge success with the uh, opening of Orion last year. We were one of the only uh, coaster clubs that actually be able to house an event last year. So we were really proud that we were able to um, have that event at Kings Island. We thank them for, uh, allowing us to do that. Um, but I, I think it's important if you're an enthusiast to get involved with poster clubs, not only the OCC, but you have ACE, you have a coaster crew. Um, because I've joined, I've met a lot of great people through the coaster clubs. So I highly recommend it. If you're a coaster enthusiast to join some type of club and get to know people in the community and one thing that's great about the gocc club is the fact that the price for it is just out of this world wonderful yeah if you're looking for a great group to join just to test the waters out especially or just to for a family to join we definitely have great pricing for that I was just giving Zach a hard time. I like all the coaster clubs. Everybody gives Ace, everybody gives Ace a lot of, sl- uh, but I gotta understand Ace. If, without them, you wouldn't have the uh, coaster landmarks. So, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, Chris. Completely. Yeah, see, like about Ace is that it's a national club, so we have events at different parks like around the, um, I mean, I mean, I appreciate that. As part of Ace, yeah. being able to see all the different throughout um, the U.S. too. I mean, it's it's important. Now, I saw Lucas came up about Kings Island. And- uh, um, Lucas, there's been no word yet on the status of coaster stock. I will say that we've been getting a lot of uh, inquiries about Coaster Mania, and from that standpoint, Cedar Point has not released any of those details yet on when tickets or anything like that will be on sale. So if you are looking to go to Coaster Mania, just be uh, on the lookout on their website at this point. Yeah, those sell out very, very fast, they do. 
Cedar yeah. Point, please have it this year because I want to enjoy Hollywood night. They will have it. I mean, 3,000 people. It, there I, this year. I mean, it's only on Hollywood, so. Yeah, there's a lot of events going on, especially that weekend that you're talking about. There's Hollywood Nights. There's the Hollywood Insider or the Orlando Insider event going on. There's an Ace event going on that weekend. Oh, so there's a lot of insiders that weekend too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Orlando Insiders that weekend. Coaster Mania is that weekend. There's an Ace event that weekend, and there's Hollywood Nights. So there's a lot to pick from, but yeah. we will be just to let everybody know we'll be at Hollywood Nights. Yeah, so. twice. Yep. I want to experience it without the crowds this year. Yeah. Same yeah, we're really we're looking forward to hanging out with our gut friends over at Midwest at that event. So you'll have to check us out. We'll be more with them more than likely. Same old Sam asked, which blue stick do you prefer? Connect. Connect. Conduit Lake. Yeah, there we go. Park or Cedar Point. I have not been to Conduit Lake Park, but Blue Streak is one of my favorites. I will hands down. Hmm. I will be sad when that ride leaves. Is it the one uh, at Conduit Lake older? Uh, or just in worse condition? Let me see. I believe it is older. Uh, by the way, for those of you... By the way, if you guys didn't catch what Conduit Lake put out over the last week, I would say... It will not be opening this year. They're shutting it down. They have marked numerous buildings. They are tearing down numerous buildings. They plan on doing a whole rebuild and fixing up the park. So they plan on shutting it down this year and reopening it in 2022. I hadn't heard that they were going to shut down this year. That's that's yeah. good. They're going to focus on everything. They yeah, said they, so. they said it was in worse shape than they originally thought it was in. I know. I saw the – you and I were talking about the pictures of all the buildings that they were going to take down, but I hadn't heard they – Pulled the yeah. plug on 2021. Yeah, so Blue Street on Conant Lake Park was 1938, and to the point, it's 54. So the one in Conant yeah, Lake is over by nearly 30 years. I figured so because it had the older station with the manual braking system. So I kind of figured it was more yeah. 1920s, 1930s. Also, too, that one is also on NAD. So. And if you watch El Toro Ryan's video on it, that ride operator says the instructions so fast. I don't know. I, I, I kinda, okay. I'm going to put it in the description for you guys to watch it. Cause that was the last channel. I think they got to visit kind of Lake before COVID and you, it was a pretty rundown park, but it looked like they had a good time. I hope they don't tear down the uh, dark ride. <laughs> I love the old manual braking system. Sea Dragon at the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium still has yeah. the old manual braking system, and I think that's just so neat to see in person. You can actually see it. If you go up to the racer at Kings Island, you can see where they had the manual, unless they've boarded it up now, which they may have now. But back in the day when I was there, you could see where they had the manual brakes there on that ride too. Yeah, I mean, I bet it was fun to ride on basically when it had on buzz bars. Yeah, buzz bars. Yeah, you don't need to bring that topic up around me. <laughs> Devil's Den is the name of that uh, haunted yeah. attraction. Yeah. Luckily, guys, you can still go ride the same ride called Haunted House over at Cannon Park, and that ride is fun. That's a park that I hope to visit this summer. Cannon is way you fun. Want to talk about a good haunted house ride. Let's talk about the one that's at. Uh, what is that park we visited, Chris? Canobles. 
it's past my bedtime, gentlemen. It's past my bedtime. Yeah, you're going to need them on more on water. Lucas, you are correct. They are doing, they did some, I was one of the people that broke the um, retracking that they're doing on Sea Dragon at Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. You can see pictures on my uh, Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter of the rework they're doing there. Yeah, we'll put a link in the description. It's at Buckeye Coasters is how you could look them up on it. I think everything besides maybe Twitter. Yeah, I think, I think so. Instagram. Yeah, one of them has the date 2018 in it. I think that's Instagram, right? Yeah, because okay. for some reason it wasn't available. Oh, yeah, but that haunted house that you're talking about, Jacob, I will tell you what. The funniest part about it is at the time my daughter was two, obviously, but it was funny because the whole ride she had no clue what was going on, and then after she got off she was terrified, and you see all these families bringing their kids on this ride, and then after the kids get off they have no clue what just happened, and when they get off they just start bawling their eyes. The ride is – pretty terrifying i'm not gonna lie it had a lot of I good jump scares in it i heard it's legendary Kenobles yeah. by far has their in-house rides are amazing i've heard that we're, we're that was another place that we were supposed to go to last year we were actually supposed to be the uh gocc was supposed to be the op- opening group for that park that weekend but it was canceled due to covid so we hope to be back there this year sometime well, he got interviewed by the local news over there when we went. <laughs> That's awesome. The only problem is uh, Flying Turns was closed in the other... Oh, I know. The Gershlaw uh, type. Was, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see the modification. It's not, not Gershlaw. It's um, that was made by um, Zayu. Oh, I know. I just... Zayu, uh, yeah. Zayu. style. <laughs> Flying Turns is adding, I think, more track. They are. Where are you doing? So, extending the length of the ride, and yeah, yeah they did some major work on that. They're a really fr- uh, friendly park. If you get permission ahead of time, they'll let you uh, videotape with a GoPro, which is nice. Good yeah. But I thought tw- I thought Twister was better than Phoenix, so I'll probably the same thing because I'm one you guys. So Twister is definitely better than Phoenix. A lift into the station. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got quiet in my house. All of a sudden, I think. <laughs> What's one park you're looking forward to going to this year? Silver Dollar City. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Silver Dollar City has been on my list for a few years now. So. Silver, Silver Dollars. Yeah. Silverwood is. It's gonna be a big year for them. If I could, if I could figure out the uh, logistics getting there. <laughs> yeah, let me know when you figure that one out, so I can make sure I tag along. I think it's, I think it's Spokane. You have to fly into Spokane and then rent a car and drive two hours. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> gonna be a big, it's gonna be a big year for Silverwood, for sure. Well, I like the fact. Uh, I forget what their one's called. Is it called um, Tremor? Yeah, to me, yeah. yeah it goes underneath the gift shop. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I but, love uh, that. And, yeah, and guess who designed that? The going under the shop? CCI. Nope. Fred Grubb. Who? 
Fred Gubb of um, Ponzi. Yep. Yeah. I, I like the lightning. I like stunt pilot color scheme. I think the color scheme is awesome oh, yeah. for that ride. I, I feel like that would have fit really well at Kentucky Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> well, I mean, if they backed out of it like we think they did, I mean, RMC is 45 minutes from the park, so it's not yeah, like it's a long good. way. Yeah. Right I down. Took, I don't think it took much convincing for uh, Silverwood to build stop pilot either with the uh, RMC being just down yeah. the road. And even to, I think uh, Fred wanted to because that was his book for a while was – yeah, so he's there, for so. sure. I heard it's yeah, a gem. I heard the park's a gem. Now the ticket price is a little, little pricey for a small park, but I mean, I'm bad at applying a this kind of ace though. What is it? Seventy dollars, I think. Might see here. I mean, that's what every park pretty much is anymore, anyways. So I want to go to Camden Park too. I, I like going. Yeah, to- that's, you and I talked about going to Camden. Yeah. And and uh, Waldemere and uh, I want yep. to do one giant Pennsylvania trip. The Pennsylvania oh, trip would be so awesome. Pennsylvania I mean, has all the coaster gems. They do, but the yeah. Gorman family at Waldemere is amazing. We've got to meet them in person. I just want to get my opinion on Ravine Fire too, because I've heard mixed reviews. I have too. I want to ride it on a good day. <laughs> so, I bet you I've heard mixed opinions from different people. So I really want to just ride it for myself, like you said. Well, it's just like uh, riding Cornwall Express a million times. I prefer the very back. Some people prefer the very front. Some people don't like it. Some people don't. I don't know. That's a bait hoosier. I mean... I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a big fan of music. Cornball is awesome. My my family and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, that and Steelhog. I want to ride the uh, other loco though. That'd be kind of fun to ride. Yeah, so I can't see one and one. I've but done that. Have a discount to Plantain though, so that's so Which one's the better one? Do you think the El Loco at the Adventure Dome or? Yeah, I do. Well, they are working on new padding for, but we still gonna yeah, have the shoulder hardnesses. So, all right. I like how I like how it go out there. And then Indiana Beach, you know, we caught something we probably shouldn't have on video again, or I did. Um, <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I should do? They should just contact me and have me do the vantage points, and then if I can't see it, then they're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they realize I've been going to that park since 1988, so I know every little nook and cranny and where everything's hidden at. That's like me at Kings Island. I know where every nook and cranny is. Or as some people would say, where they hide the bodies. <laughs> I know where I always rent, at that park. Or I could always rent a boat and drive by it. They got their workout cut out for them, trying to hide things over there. Oh, yeah. I, I remember what you were. Uh, uh, if you hide it, we find it. <laughs> I like how you. I like how you were taking pictures from across the lake, and then they figured out where you were taking pictures from. <laughs> I know people all over that area, so I could. I know. Hey, can, I, can I go in your backyard with us? I got to go 
take a picture of the park. Hey, can I go? On, can I go on your dock real quick? I just need to just. People are constantly asking us for updates. It's like, oh, when's the next update coming? It's like, we just released it on Thursday, guys. Calm down a little bit. No, we update on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every day. All right, Zach, every day. You need to be up there every day, Zach. Hey, that's not me. That would be a different thing. Having to do it. He loves over this, so. He said, uh, well, I, I went, I went out, he, he got that update last week and then I got the update on, uh, Saturday. Sunday when I was driving by there, there was no difference. So, uh, Ian Staples said something when I was talking to him that he thinks April, well, he probably knows April is when everything's probably going to be full speed ahead. And Hoosier Hurricane is running two trains this year. He, Yay. he did, he did sneak it on, uh, he has a Reddit account now. <laughs> nice. Your boy something. <laughs> Your boy 87 or something. I don't know. But uh, he he puts photographs on there all the time. So follow him on Instagram if you guys get a chance. Staples EM. He puts photos on there and he puts them on uh, Reddit. And he also put... Okay, so I know we're talking about Dollywood, but I did find something on there last night. So... Oh, I wonder, hey, Chris. Do you know how much track? Do you know how much yeah, track is there for the new ride? Uh, all of it's there. It's all there now. I think so. I haven't seen because they're they're putting in the footers now. They're starting to pour those, so I imagine the supports are going to go up first. It's going to be crazy to see that ride with permanent supports. Yeah. At least they're make. At least they're doing the smart thing with that because now you don't have to worry about the issues that plagued it, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, having a traveling coaster that big, I can't even imagine. Only in Dimini. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which, by the way, I'd love to go to Oktoberfest and ride that one Me time. Me too. Look at the thing, oh, yeah. You know what I'm up with, Hoosier? Yeah. Huh? You know what I'm excited about with Hoosier? The, I don't the, know. The electrifying paint touch-ups on the trains. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> you did not do. That. <laughs> we'll pretend no, that comment never happened. No, they're, they're 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 doing the touch-up on the train paint. You didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's not what I heard, but okay. Electrifying. <laughs> but uh, no, no comment on that one. I wonder why they didn't go with red and blue trains because they used to be red and blue yeah. trains back in the early, well, the late 90s and the early 2000s. Hmm. And then Morgan or Apex wanted to get cheap and uh, redo the logo, which I miss the old Coca-Cola logo personally. Coca-Cola used to sponsor all the rides. Cornball was sponsored by Sprite back in the day. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the Hoosier theme. You know what I like? Buzz Buzz. I like the generic numbers they put up for the 25th. <laughs> Actually, you know, I like I like the uh, different uh, hurricane flags they have in the uh, season now. You like what? The uh, hurricane flags they have for the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. But that coaster would have never got rough if the right owners owned it, so... 
but it could have been worse. It could have been Conowit Lake where all the owners went bankrupt. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. The Conowit, they let it close out for me. It's open up on the, Hey, we're going to go now. Enjoy it. Yeah. I was, uh, I was talking to Jeremy about it. So basically I read a, I read an article. I don't know if you got a chance to read it or not yet, but they said 25% of all malls will be closed by next year. And they're saying the 49% stake that American dream or what, what's it? Triple something. Triple, triple, I don't know what. Basically, they might be losing out on that. Basically, they might not have that 49% stake, which means Nickelodeon Universe might be shutting down. Wow. That's big news. So I was listening to Drunk Riders podcast, which was funny. They said Indiana Beach, uh, where they say uh, T- TMNT uh, Shredder, new for <laughs> 22 at Indiana Beach. <laughs> that would actually fit perfectly over there so <laughs> that's funny though well then somebody was you know cedar points always talking about well we're running out of room and somebody's like uh somebody needs to go tell them to go to see it to indiana beach and be like that's when you're running out of room <laughs> no actually, uh, actually no running out of room is when you're on uh, a walk in sweden um going alone yeah going alone if, if we really want to talk about Running out of room. Let's talk about Kentucky Kingdom. Kentucky Kingdom's got plenty of space. They just yeah. got to buy more. Yeah. You can only extend so far before you hit streets and highways. Buy more or take something down. You, you've got that plot of land that's on the south or southwest part that I'm pretty yeah. sure nobody's doing anything with right now. Yeah, yeah, that, and you have the stadium or the there's a show there too. In that one area, what that used to be a stunt show or something. Yeah, back there. Yeah, yeah. They could, um, in order to build a being an invert, they had to build station underground to get it in there. <laughs> being an in, being an invert. What are you talking about? Gonaloon in Sweden is opening oh. a being an invert. Oh, you're over on Sweden. I was like, what? Kentucky Kingdom had an invert. Being an invert, I thought they had the. Uh, no, no, I'm saying if you want to come back, you go to Gonaloon. They have bought and upper rides. You know what I'm going to do? Down. This is insane. You know what I'm going to do before I go over to Europe? I'm just going to watch all the theme park reviews. He gives a whole grand tour of every park in Europe. I'll know the layout where everything's at. Well, I, I, I actually know not not people review you mean not people go to ride for that stuff. Actually, yeah, we're going to try to. Let's do an hour and a half vlog video this year. Yes, hour and a half vlog. All holiday world. <laughs> holiday world. There's no way you can do an hour and a half vlog yeah, in holiday world. I could. What are you going to do? Focus on Voyage for an hour? Dude, yeah. You know, how, Voyage. you know how much delicious food I can cover in an hour and a half? <laughs> There's no delicious food there. So Hey, you're wrong. Uh, Come Where? on, Chris. We have good beer at Hollywood Hotel. <laughs> Where? Let me tell you this. If they have sandwich pack this year, I mean, I remember the pretzels. Everything else was forgettable food there. Uh, the pizza. <laughs> hey, pretzels were good. Fun fact: Dollywood has some pretty cool butterfly pretzels. Jacob's going to have his own segment of the show every <laughs> week now called Jacob's Fun Facts. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> random fun facts. And now it's time for Jacob's fun facts. 
<laughs> yeah, they get fun faction on Zaxxon Wong facts. <laughs> After all, last time we won half of a paint. Given that one fun fact, see the point. Hey, what what food are you talking about, though? Seriously, Jacob, you're not talking about Holiday Worlds, are you? Which yeah, one? we got the yeah, real place. Your desserts there are wonderful. Okay, There's I any food to have. This this year they're planning to go really nostalgic, and if that does include their food menu, and they do plan to bring food back from previous years, I expect the food. Oh. What does nostalgic food mean in Indiana? Bland uh, food and salt and pepper. Uh, Peter Alaska. Uh, pork chop sandwich. Baked Alaska. <laughs> pork chop sandwich. Pork tenderloin should be on their menu. That's an Indiana staple. Why doesn't Indiana Beach or pork tenderloin have a pork tenderloin sandwich at pork the tenderloin, um, brain sandwich, uh, baked Alaska. And uh, what is the what's the staple pie in Indiana? What is it called? Are you staple? You're 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 a Hoosier born and bred, man. You don't know your own state pie. Dude, I don't eat the only, I only eat chocolate pie and I only eat apple pie. All the other pies are crap. Jacob, we all know the best pie is pumpkin pie. <laughs> what? Pumpkin flavored things are disgusting. You're wrong on that. Tim K said Jacob's fun food facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, pork. Yeah, he did, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I had it. It was good. Yeah, oh, my. And the Goblin Burgers are delicious. Oh. Ooh. Santa's Mary Marketplace had delicious food. Honey's Food Brent, you're correct. Sugar Cream Pie is the state pie in Indiana. Uh, I don't think you were born in Indiana, Jacob. I'm going to call... You gotta remember, my dad is a volunteer. What? He's from Ten. My dad, my dad's side's from Tennessee. Well, then you should know what good food tastes like, then. I do know what good food you tastes like. It's a holiday food. Barbecue. Holiday food tastes better when you get half off. Okay, if I had to go to two parks in Indiana, which one had the better food? Holiday World beats Indiana Beach all day long. Hmm. Maybe last year, but this year, uh, let's see if that happens. Yeah, I mean that pizza sounded good in Indiana Beach. The only pizza, my favorite, my favorite food last year from Indiana Beach was the hot dogs. My what favorite was tacos. They were okay. Oh, tacos from yeah. the uh, Taco Express down yeah. the road. No, Taco Stop. <laughs> uh, what kind of hot dog though? Chili cheese dog, hopefully. Yep, I had oh, the chili cheese dog. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good from um, Pop to Pop. I had that in uh, 2019. By the way, they have new owners this year. The two Ryan's own it now. So also, also Dollywood, if you're listening to this, charging 9.99 for one hot dog and some chips is not okay. It's a great value. <laughs> <laughs> Nine ninety nine. Is it a foot long hot dog at least? No. Are you serious? I could even get it over at a Pacers game for seven dollars. Last year it was two hot dogs and a bag of chips for the same price. This year it is one hot dog and a bag of chips for the same price. Does the price go up on hot dogs or what's going on here? Oh yeah. Oh, maybe the better quality hot dog. 
Is this a Vienna, is this a Vienna hot dog or what kind of beef is it? I don't know. I didn't. I, I want Nathan's. I don't want now. Nathan's hot dog. Nathan's. Nathan's. What's your go-to food item, Jeremy, when you go to a park? Uh, if they have a walking taco, that's the uh, number one thing I go for. But there's not too many parks that have that. Did you try, pizza? Did you try the uh, place in Wildwood Grove? Uh, yeah, we actually did. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah, we tried the, I tried the bowl, and the kids had the chicken tenders. They said they weren't bad. You know who has really good food at Islands of Adventure? Green eggs and ham. Those. I agree. Those bowls are amazing. The what is it? The pizza. I don't know what it's called. Tachos or something. I don't know. Kentucky Kingdom has already a good food lineup, so for her, I hope Hershey doesn't change too much there. Yeah, Kingdom's flat uh, pizza now was so good. So Hershey, well, a little birdie once said, expect changes to the menu. Not crazy changes, but there will be some changes. Um, they're going to be kind of more unique and kind of park themed options. Uh, you're all right. You're all right. The park GM already said that, so you're good. You you could say some things. I don't know what they say. I just we know I, they're going to bring their barbecue. Definitely, probably. I mean, Tennessee barbecue is better than Kentucky barbecue, so we already know that. But I hope they bring like a bur- maybe like a bourbon uh, soak type of meat. No, bourbon no, no, bourbon glaze for something bad. Bourbon blades. Oh, I don't know about that one. That might be that, that might be like eating. Uh, what's that one thing they always give you during uh, Christmas? Uh, man, it has it's uh, basically the chocolate with the uh, rum in it. Man, that stuff always grosses me out. <laughs> I went out of family that's Baptist cell. So. <laughs> but I uh, that's one thing they did. Uh, we we'll get off here soon. Sorry, Jeremy. I didn't really. Oh no, you're good. Uh, but that was, that was... <laughs> rum rum balls. Rum balls. Man, I had that one time, and that liquor poured in my mouth, and I was like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> like, what is this? But how about those fifteen dollars beers at Six Flags? Oh, man. Have you ever had one of those, Zach? Uh, actually, I had one before for Nellis. I had one like nine Nellis. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, it was is okay. Nine nine dollars. Now I'm like, oh no, 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 no. We just went to we went to Old Smoky when we were in Pigeon Forge. Had seven seven shots of moonshine for five dollars. It was delicious moonshine too. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Both these say this. I'm not a liquor person. I don't like liquor. So for me to say that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but their peanut butter whiskey is really good. That was actually my least favorite. Oh, it, it it kind of it kind of reminded me of like a liquid dog treat almost. <laughs> Your taste buds are way different than. But they they had this blackberry one we did that was delicious. It was super sweet. Um, we definitely did the hundred proof, which is definitely just kind of like a rubbing alcohol. He's gonna do our yeah, Zach. He's gonna do our food reviews from now on. <laughs> <laughs> no, you mean um, 
Jacob's on Boozy View. Sorry, I mean, Jacob's fun food facts. I, I love you know, that's your new show, Jacob. Work on it. That's going to be your new YouTube show. Jacob's fun food facts. Also, can we, can we discuss this place in the islands that everybody said to go eat at? I was yeah. not impressed. Which one are we talking about here? Paula Jeans or the one I told you to go to? The one you told us to go to. Tim, no you, way. Did you get your food at the bar or did you get it at a table? At a table. That's your mistake right there. You always eat at a bar. Well, there first we already we waited an hour and a half for the table. Bartenders are the fastest servers in a restaurant. No, she was fast. It's just I felt like okay, so my, my wife got the, my wife got the brisket. It it was Ooh, more brisket. Fast. It was more fat than it was meat. Wow. Um, Sounds good to me. I got the burger and it was dry. You got the uh, what? The burger. A burger. And it, it was dry. Man, you, you got to go with the meatloaf there, man. The meatloaf is amazing. There. I know. That's what Christina had was the meatloaf, and she absolutely loved it. The fried pickles were good. They were the spicy type fried pickles. And our drinks were out of this world. Um, of course, since, like I just said, I'm not a liquor person, I just, I kind of went with the simple. I don't know what we're looking at here. What are we looking at? Green beer. St. Patrick's Day beer. Why one of our guys at our table <laughs> had a Bloody Mary. That's a Slim Jim, a pickle, and some celery. Interesting. There is also an olive and a banana pepper in there. Cinnamon Toast Crunch mm. is one of my favorite shots. But the fried shrimp was the fried shrimp was good. The jumbo shrimp that was actually pretty good. But I just felt like yeah, we, I would give it another shot because you might have just had one bad experience. I always give restaurants at least two shots before no, I call it. Well, definitely give it another shot because I want to try the. There's more food items on the menu. I want to try. I just. I, I heard Paula Dean was more disappointing than that place was. Don't tell my wife that it was disappointing, but I was disappointed with it. <laughs> she loved Paula Dean's. I wasn't a big fan of it. Actually, I'm going to go to that uh, Paula Dean's on uh, Lumberjack Feud. That looks fun. Well, the original Paula Dean's is in Savannah, Georgia. That's the one I want to go to. Yeah, that's where my father in law wants us to go to. <laughs> But we went to Paula Deen's over Thanksgiving. That's a, that I was a really good impressed. Anyway. I wasn't impressed. That was weird. My connection just went out, and then it came back in. Uh, gotta love it. <laughs> I I have yet to go to Paula Deen's. You're not missing much. You, it's a lot of calories, that's for sure. So if you want, you know, two thousand calories for one meal. I've had it. Yeah, if you want a ton of calories and if you want to sleep with a bellyache overnight. <laughs> All I got to do is eat that I'm meat and so milk it off. I was going to say you're going to eat a lot of food there. Especially well, to get I'm your money's re- worth. I remember my aunt made the uh, macaroni and cheese one time and that was ridiculous. It was good. But I think per serving it was like 400 calories or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why Paula Dean doesn't eat her food anymore. Uh, I'm excited to get back to Silver Dollar City because 
there the silver dollar city has so much food options oh my god i can literally spend a whole day just going from food place to food place to food place that'd be a good segment for your first uh jacob's food yeah. drive. i would go bankrupt day one for <laughs> jacob's fun food facts well actually you're supposed to have uh did you sample enough food to get your uh, vlog done to comparison Silver Dollar City to Dollywood yet? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to Jacob's food travel. Fun food fact on this on this goes dry. Fun fact: um, the lumberjack pizza place has changed dramatically. Where at? Uh, Dollywood. You know how they used to give you a lumberjack size slice at Dollywood? <laughs> now, now it's just a little eight-inch pan. Oh, there's a lumberjack slice. So, was it the like a New York slice? A little bit bigger, but yeah, it was like a barbaric. Okay. It's, it was. I would say it was like a barbaric slice, if that kind of gives you a reference to size. So, like, it's like a Sam's Club slice. It, it's like you're sitting in a cartoon and you're just like. That's. I think he's talking about bigger. Yeah. Okay, we've got any other questions. Do you get beer with it? Uh, not there, unfortunately. Wherever beer are sold, I will always drink a nice cold beer with any delicious food. The problem with Tennessee, though, if you're, unless you like bourbon, uh, I think they use bourbon a little too much in their infused beers, but uh, yeah, Tennessee loves infusing their beers with bourbon. No, I don't think people, yeah. Dollywood does have a delicious bourbon chicken sandwich. Just throwing that out there. That sounds good to me. All those good foods making me hungry, and I have no place to go in Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of my place today. I had uh, boy steaks. I'm going to Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) They're open until 3 a.m. There you go. Can't go wrong with Taco Bell. You know what you're getting every single time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Same here, brother. Rum shots on a bike run almost killed me. <laughs> I had a friend back in the army that told me about that. He went to Northern or Northern Iowa University. He used to tell me about they used to have. You know how you have? Oh my god! They used to do theirs on bikes, so they go bar to bar on bikes. By the end, they would crash into the bushes and stuff. <laughs> oh, I, I guess. I guess that'd be kind of fun if you're younger. My body probably wouldn't heal from that now. So <laughs> I'm still healing from that thing from two weeks ago almost. So 36. Yeah, this is what happens when you get in your 30s, Jacob. Be prepared. <laughs> your body falls apart. Oh, I'm almost there. You do something crazy like go to a trampoline park, it takes you two days to heal from it. <laughs> hey, Hey, that's being made that none of us got injured at um, Open Hands. Oh, which fun fact in uh, the island area, um, they have a really nice obstacle ropes course type thing. They do. That's neat. Uh, it's like four or five stories tall. And then you have a little leap of faith at the end. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I couldn't do it, but it looks really fun. I would do it. 
Wait, hey guys, new challenge here. Defund subscribers on 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 Nick Dundee on Facebook. I don't know. Yeah, one. I could barely get on the one at Urban Air. There's no way I'm getting on a ropes obstacle course at freaking four stories tall when that one was. Yeah, you're okay. I'll go behind you. Well, let's go to the one at Nickelodeon Universe in uh, New Jersey. Then it's even taller. You're on a harness and you're hooked to something. You're not gonna fall. You'll be all right. <laughs> Hey, you never know, man. You never know. Just it's like in it. he's such in a restraint on drop stone too, but just like <laughs> drop tower. Just like bungee cords never snap when you go bungee jumping, and parachutes don't open when you par- go parachute. Like, come on, skydiving. That's yeah. the you, first time you skydive, you're going to a tandem jump. So if four of the chutes don't open, then you really do have a problem. I, I've been banned from skydiving. Well. My my wife put the boot down on that one. Well, we'll do it. We'll do it in secret, and uh, we'll just release the video a week afterwards. Um, do you want me to <laughs> on your couch? I'm raising you- my hand. I want to see Jacob do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've done a leap of faith. It, it was a two story leap of faith at Urban Air. <laughs> it's a leap of faith. The one where it's kind of like free falling for a second. Yeah, you just jump. You, you're you're literally attached to the thing, and you just run off a plank and jump. No, the point. You really stratosphere into it. If you really wanted me to see me freak out, Gatlinburg has a 400 foot tall zip line. Oh, that's really? zip lines are safe, man. I ain't worried yeah. about the zip line. Now the best zip line would have wanted to open it. We had gotten to the wall. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> You run swinging about you hit a wall. I'm not gonna lie, the zipline coaster at Rowdy Bear kind of made me nervous a little bit because you hit that uh, turn pretty fast. If if they don't tighten your harness, where your I could use that language, where your balls don't start to hurt a little bit, then they're not putting it on right. That's just from somebody who's rock climbed and done all this stuff for many years. If you can't feel it hugging your ball sack, then they're not putting it on right. <laughs> that's oh ask yeah ask zach when we did the sky coaster what did i tell him i told him if they don't yeah. tighten this oh, thing yeah. one on it i'm trying to call him i wasn't in there by state of mind <laughs> i was like is it is it uh hurting your balls yet and zach's like no not yet i was like it's not on tight enough, not hey, tight guys, enough. Can, you tight can you guys tighten it up a little more i'd rather no, it's not tight enough. That was- I, i've done one sky coaster that was good enough for me Oh, that one! Oh, over come there. on! Okay, Jacob. Then we're taking the fun fuck kissing me, and you're going to ride the world's tallest one. Any size one. The world's tallest one goes over the water. That's what yeah. the scariest part about it is. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't mind sky coasters. Go, sky coasters are a little okay. <laughs> okay, we do want to fly. They're out, Jacob. It, it's just drop towers, you know. It's the sensation of falling like that. I, I won't go bungee jumping. That's one thing I refuse to do. I'll do everything else, though. Bungee jumping to me is not safe enough yet. Unless they... Eh, I don't I don't trust rubber bands at a carnival, so... I mean, slingshot's basically a bungee jump, but, I mean, it's a controlled one. Yeah, but how many times have, have, have those been videoed snapping? Uh, once, and I think it was at the one at Daytona Beach, wasn't it? I think or so. Was, it was either uh, that one or it was the one in uh, 
what's what's the beach over in South Carolina called? Um, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Beach. Yeah, I think it was in Myrtle Beach, maybe. It was one of those two. <laughs> Judging from that video that I saw that Dan posted, I don't <laughs> I don't know if I want to ride that one. Because the one in uh, oh, yeah. the one on International Drive is very controlled. It's like a basically like a giant spring that presses down and then it releases. It's the same thing at Kings Island. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I imagine the one that's going to be 450 feet tall, Jacob. Uh, Panama City is where it happened. Ooh. Oh, it that was is- on uh, Cobra. It was at Cobra Adventure Park. Hmm. Doesn't surprise me. Any place that's home to spring break like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the maintenance guys are probably on spring break all year round. <laughs> 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 Who uh, manufactures those, by the way? It's been years. This, this one on International Drive. You know what's funny about it is that they already have the world's tallest, but let's build another world's tallest next to it. It's like Icon Park doesn't want anybody having their records anymore. The swing park. Oh, yeah. Fun time. I figured, yep. Down my way. And by the way, never mind. I'm not going to get into that whole getting excited about a kitty coaster. I understand you guys live in Ohio, so. Okay. I I would do. I know I'm not talking about the one in Ohio, but I have never (laughs) been more excited for Dragonflyer. That thing was. Oh. I'm still blown by it. That is one of the coasters I could sit there and just ride over and 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 not get bored of it. Oh yeah, the Vacoma the Vacoma suspended coasters are amazing now. What they need to do is make them twice as long. And one two trains. Well, fun fact: uh, they only have (laughs) one train for Dragonflyer, and any time that they have to do maintenance on it, they do it right there in the station. Also, if it gets stuck on the lift hill, they don't have to do an evac. If maintenance sees that it is safe to send the train, they will send the train. It is one of the only rides in the park that is actually allowed to do that. By the way, Fun Time made the one at Cedar Point, Kings Island, Carowinds, and Canada's Wonderland. Okay, so Fun Time obviously is the reliable version of it. Okay. Yeah, Fun Time, I guess, is uh, those four parks have a copy of each other. I think I'm going to swing by the drop tower tomorrow and grab an update because I really want to see it in person. Because last time I was. I really want you to see it in person through so I can see it through you. (laughs) So, yes, please stop tomorrow and check it out. I'll stand on my uh, hood of my vehicle and get some. <laughs> I mean, I love I love Dan's updates, but Dan, I yeah, I mean, from... I mean, on Dan's vlog, we scored this. Man, he's getting some good camera views on those uh, on those slingshots. Man, those camera views were crazy. I'd like to see it from somebody else's perspective. Yeah, like. Well, I don't think they made the wall any taller because Adam Mawuba was there last week, and it looks like it's still easy to get. I need one of those sticks so I can just hold it up and. Don't be sick, yeah. I need to. I need to just get. Ah, man, I need one of those cameras where I could 
have it film up here and I can look at it down here. Yeah, GoPro. No, no, not a GoPro. Oh, well, GoPro, I guess, would work too. But The newer ones would. Yeah, mine is the Ava 7 Plus. So, Joanne, Joanne, Disney World needs to open the coasters that they have first. They need to open Ratatouille next month. And uh, they should have opened it a few months ago. And they need, they need to open up Tron. It's the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom, not Epcot. But yeah. that's that's a different story. <laughs> that's the I different. Know, why did they did need five years to build a coaster that you must all can build better and in, in like two years time? Uh, I don't know. Ratatouille makes me mad. I'll be honest with you. Any any ride that mirrors another ride in Paris or Shanghai should not be taking this long to make. Now, if it's a new coaster like Guardians, I can understand. But you already know what you're doing on the coaster. Yeah. It's not like Ratatouille's been going on forever, and it's not something that should have took yeah. that long. And it's now it's going to sit around. It's it's frustrating. You know what's sad is that Fawn was announced before the Blaster Coaster, but Blaster Coaster go from first. <laughs> Hey, Comcast is smart. They said we're going to invest when Disney's not going to invest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Epic Universe is going to start full on construction in June, from what I heard again. So yeah. uh, Disney's pretty scared, from what I've heard through Grapevine. They're not too uh, excited about Epic Universe. They're thinking Epic Universe could be the make or break for Disney finally. Well, I think you're going to see expedited construction at Expo. Uh, Epic Universe. Oh yeah, because sounds like Comcast just wants to get it open. Like, hey, and then Disney's going to have to figure out: Are they going to invest in overseas parks, Disneyland, or are they going to start competing again with Universal and taking them seriously? I think you're going to see the you're going to see that, and I think you're going to see the Nintendo Land in the United States quickly. Yeah. I think Disney might go for another plug. Go. Uh, there are, we plugs, uh, we another one. Hey, did you see what they're doing over by Magic Kingdom, Jeremy? When you're over there, uh, Zach saw it too. They're starting to do some sort of widening or something because they're clearing a bunch of dirt. I saw that closer to the gas station over there. I have no clue why. Yeah, me neither. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say anything because, well, I'm not trying to get on their media list right now, anyways. But I'm not too fond of the direction that they're heading, and I think. Well, I think that the Century 21 Fox deal might have bit them in the ass a little bit. That's my personal opinion. That $50 billion that they spent on that, I think, possibly, well, they didn't know the pandemic was going to happen, but still. No, but they're, it, 2021, 2022 is going to be a make or break for them, I think. Yeah. How they rebound after this pandemic is going to be huge. Well, like, well, like you said, a lot of people are choosing universal and SeaWorld over their passes instead of renewing them. And then they're not allowing anybody who's trying to get new passes in there. They're not back fast lane. So lines are one to two hours long yet. And now, so the universe, universal and SeaWorld are saying, Hey, come on over here. We'll take your money. Well, yeah, it seems that way with SeaWorld. I mean, on a Wednesday afternoon, <laughs> when you when you sent me those when they when you told me that I about died 
especially before the spring break. Yeah, I went in there and oh, I was like, is something going on today that I don't know about? It's Wednesday, right? And even the employees were like, we have no clue what's going on right now. <laughs> They're like, it's usually dead on Wednesdays. I think, I think it's a, sh- I think it's a shift in the, in the culture down there in Florida yeah. right now. Yeah, Disney might be making the mistake of trying to appeal to just ticket holders and not season pass holders, and I think it's going to backfire if they don't. Oh, yeah. I, I think Disney, they unfortunately are barking up the wrong tree, as some people would say. Um, and Universal is seeing how they can uh, top them with not doing too much more than they need to right now. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, as soon as uh, Universal opened up uh, those two big budget size hotels, I mean, and, you know, the price point on the slow up times was, what, 80, 89 a night? Well, yeah. With free transportation, you get a pool, you're close to Universal. So right. they, they actually made it a budget hotel. I mean, the budget hotels at Disney are still, you know, 250 a night. Yeah, Disney buds it. <laughs> and Universal's done it the way they need to since the reopening. I mean, they've been full. They've put their foot down on that gas pedal, and they're not letting up. No, and a lot of the staff got hired back, which makes me happy to hear about. So, unfortunately, yeah. Disney, on the other hand, is hitting every pothole on the road. As they go by, I mean, there's a lot of people upset with new regulations that they're doing or new rules. And like yeah. you said, no new pass holders and they're yeah, hitting the, every single pothole they can. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I'm all about wearing masks, but when you're sitting out eating at a table like everywhere else, and then you're telling us if we're not eating or drinking, we got to have our mask on. It's like, I, I mean, think it, yeah, I think I'll be opinion. honest, it's, it's going to be make or break if my uh, I mean, we were supposed to go there in November, and I don't know that my father-in-law <laughs> will possibly go this year because, uh, I mean, we may have to skip the parks altogether. Yeah. So, I mean, because it's – he's I mean, that's just to the point – he just can't understand why, like you just explained, everywhere else where you're eating and drinking at a table, you don't need to have that mask actively on. It's just – it's a rough policy. We do. Eat. Uh, I guess. I, I, don't uh, know. I just think it's opening up more grounds for their cast members to get attacked by uh, oh, visitors. For sure. Is, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole nother discussion. Mm-hmm. I think they might not lessen it even with the target date, you know, of this summer, a lot of parks will probably lessen it. I think Disney will be one of the last ones to get rid I of it. Right. Chris, unfortunately, I think you're right. I think it'll probably be a through 2021 thing. I think Ohio will open up more in a month or two. Yeah. I think uh, the president said what the target was May 1st. Percent by June. May 1st. No, May 1st. May 1st is he's, yeah. I mean, Ohio has already made made it known by the end of the month that anybody 16 and older. Will be eligible by the oh, end of sixteen and older. Yep, by the end of March. We got a mess down here in Florida, so. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he announced it this morning that all Ohioans will be eligible by the end of March. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 
uh, they had a they had something happen with their. I guess they found out people were paying underneath the table to get the vaccine. So that's the big uh, scandal out here right now. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, all Ohio, all, all Ohio and phase 2D March 29th will be eligible 16 and older. That's good. Yep. For a lot of people that do not live in Florida, uh, there's some understanding. Okay, so there's some understanding that people think that the state runs the counties, but it's the opposite. So that's why Orange County has been the same it has been and surrounding counties here. And then Miami and surrounding counties have been basically more aggressive on it. But uh, I don't know. I think I think we'll be fine. Though. I think this is a good year. I think I think the parks are going to open back up. Um Northeast is going to be the real question. I think New York's been the only state that has not announced uh, when they're going to open. New Jersey also. I don't think New Jersey's announced it yet either. I think you're going to have. I think you're going to see issue with Chicago too. I think Six Flags Great America is probably not going to open on time. You don't think so? No, I think there's too much going on there, but we'll see. Yeah, it's at least we're seeing a little bit better. Uh, than last year. Last oh, yeah, year. definitely. Yeah. I got to give – I mean, all the Cedar Fair parks look to be opening except for Canada right now. Oh. Which okay. which we hope to hear a Canada Wonderland deal at some point. Yeah. Six Flags has a bunch of their parks open. Yeah, I think it's going to be a much better year. Yes. Come on, Canada. Let us back in. <laughs> oh, come on. That's – that. if you, if you guys – if. Canada, if the borders were to be open and we were allowed to go, that would have been my answer. It would be Canada's Wonderland, but I don't know that we'll be. I don't know that we'll make it there this year either. Now, at this point, I I think they said you have to show proof of something, a negative test or something. I don't know. I think you have to be vaccinated. Oh well, that's if yeah, but the park, but the park hasn't indicated anything close to being open. They're still fighting what's being open, phased openings right now in Canada. So I don't know that the park, I don't know what the state of the park will be this year. It might well, be a situation where it might not be till June, July. And then at that point, is it worth it up there or not to open? Yeah, because they have a short summer, don't they? Yeah. I've never been to Toronto. I don't know. So. It just it's It's just one of those situations where it's going to be a toss up of is it worth opening or not kind yeah. of like a situation last year. Well, we know who will be open Florida and Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully uh, more folks are doing what Dollywood is doing and going to full capacity and by just loading full faints because yeah. out in the open, you're moving around. Six Flags was doing that over at Six Flags America, which makes no sense why you have plastic dividers in line, but whatever. Uh, well, but, I, think, I, I think what it is, too, is in line, you are more exposed because you're standing there longer than you on the ride easily. I don't and think we're going to see the removal of those, though. I don't think we're going to see the removal of the cleaning policies, and I don't think we're going to see the removal of the barriers for the next couple years. Yeah. It might be the new norm, which is fine, as long as we could eventually get rid of the mask wearing. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Well, I gotta hop off, gentlemen. It's 
way past my bedtime. Dude, it's only nine o'clock at night, man. Calm down, man. I'm just playing. It's like ten o'clock, dude. We went forward an hour. You gotta keep in mind tomorrow I gotta work all day and then I have a seven hour uh-huh. drive dollar city. Well that's your that's your choice, man. Nobody told you to drive. It's either drive that or wake up at two o'clock in the morning again. I'd rather drive in in the morning, take a nap, and I'd rather just get home and drive and get it over with. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, Jeremy probably has some work to do anyways because I know he has to get up early usually. So yeah, I got to get up at four a.m. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight, and I hope everybody absolutely. I had a great time. I hopefully you guys will have me back. So I had a really good time tonight. Oh yeah, we will. We we. We normally don't go two hours and forty minutes on the show. I mean, we. I mean, wait until we have on Rump Fighters on here then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a great time tonight. Thanks, guys. Oh, Thank no you. problem, man. Have a good night, and uh, thanks for everybody that watched us tonight. Yeah, uh, thanks everybody night. for getting on. This will be on uh, podcast format in the morning. Check it out. I'll put it in the description on YouTube whenever it publishes. Uh, all of his tags for uh, Buckeye Coasters. Check him out on all his content, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, we'll have, be back next week talking about Silver Dollar City opening weekend. Guys, cool. have a good night. Have a good one, guys.